0: Today is Tuesday. It is October 1st. Good morning, Kathy.
1: Good morning in the news. This morning, at least four cases of child luring in Delaware County have been confirmed. Police are looking for a suspect approximately 55 years old in the Ardmore section of Haverford Township. Last week, he allegedly drove around in his SUV trying to abduct an eight-year-old girl after school. Police say last Wednesday, the girl left school after dismissal from Cardinal Foley Elementary. She was walking home, and the suspect reportedly pulled up to the girl right at the intersection of Overbrook Terrace and West Hathaway uh, Lane, according to police. Police, he asked the girl if she needed a ride. That's when she ran to a neighbor's house for help. The suspect then drove off. Police confirmed three more recent cases of men approaching or trying to lure children in Delaware County. Upper Darby police say two different incidents happened in the area of Township Line Road and uh, Township Line and Vermont Roads. Radner police confirm a case on Sunday morning uh, at a park in Wayne. Police have the suspect wanted for the case in Ardmore was driving a light colored, possibly a white Lexus SUV. Radner police say that suspect. And Wayne was driving a white uh, Jeep Cherokee in an upper Derby. One suspect was in a black sedan. The other was in a dark van with white pinstripes. Anyone oh. with information is asked to contact police immediately.
2: Do you guys – I assume you guys have always had that talk with the kids about, uh, you know – oh, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, I used to – it's something you always have to, I'm sure – reintroduce them to right yeah, just
1: to like remind them right right. you know that you can't go with somebody and what to do if you know somebody tries to get you i just had the conversation this weekend actually um not not even knowing that this had happened it just kind of came up probably wise
2: to uh, brush up on it
1: yeah we talked about it two philadelphia schools will be closed for at least two days because of asbestos officials say benjamin franklin high school and science leadership academy which share a campus in spring garden will be closed tuesday october 1st and wednesday october 2nd the school district of philadelphia and the philadelphia federation of teachers will meet regularly to review the progress and determine the status of reopening on thursday october 3rd the issues were identified during a recent environmental safety walkthrough officials said there was damage insulation material in the campus's boiler room uh, and testing confirmed it contained asbestos asbestos fibers were also detected at a low concentration in the science leadership academy common area which is currently under construction the campus will be closed for abatement and further testing the discovery comes in the wake of a 37 million dollar construction project the project was supposed to be completed in July. Already uh, this school year, the school district addressed asbestos concerns at William M. Meredith Elementary in Queen Village. Last month, uh, Philadelphia Federation of Teachers called for an immediate $100 million investment to eliminate lead and asbestos from every school building after they say a longtime teacher at Meredith was diagnosed with uh, mesolithomia, which is linked to long-term exposure to asbestos. The teacher worked in the district for three decades. A bag of bones, including a human skull, were found buried at an arboretum in Germantown. Police say a groundskeeper at the Alberry Ar- Arboretum made the discovery at 845 in the morning behind the Jeez. Francis Cope House yesterday, where the arboretum's administrative offices are housed. The investigation focused on a large white tent behind Cope House. The, uh, after several hours, police removed the remains from the site, which were taken to the medical examiner to find out more about the circumstances surrounding the death. Police have not said how long they believe the remains were there or released any Information about the deceased. Neighbors say while the Arboretum is open, dawn to dusk, they sometimes see people coming and going after hours. Anyone with information is asked to call the Philadelphia Police Department. In sports this morning. In Monday Night Football, the Pittsburgh Steelers beat the Cincinnati Bengals 27-3. to Mason Rudolph threw for 229 yards and two scores, and Jalen Samuels accounted for 134 yards of total offense and a two-yard touchdown run. The, the, the defense sacked Andy Dalton eight times and held the Bengals scoreless over the final 51 minutes. Sean Couturier had a goal and an assist for the Flyers in a 4-3 loss uh, in the NHL Global Series Challenge at Vaudois Arena in Switzerland. Claude Giroux and Connor Bunneman also scored for the Flyers, who wrapped up their preseason with a record of 1-3-3. and Carter Hart allowed four goals on 10 shots and was replaced three minutes into the second period by Brian Elliott, who made 14 saves. The Flyers begin their regular season on Friday in the Czech Republic against the Chicago Blackhawks. Sixers forward Mike Scott said that he should have walked away from the fight with Eagles fans outside of Lincoln Financial Field on September 8th, but he doesn't feel sympathy for the fans that were involved in the fight. Scott met with reporters at the team's media day and was asked about the fight, which happened happened before a game against the Washington Redskins. Looking back on it, I always play devil's advocate with myself, he said. I definitely should have walked away before it got to that point. I'm the professional. Got to be the bigger person. Walk away. Scott, who was from Southern Virginia and wore a Redskins jersey to the game, acknowledged he has has to be the bigger person. But as far as sympathy for them, I don't feel any for the individuals. I
2: think just technically he is the bigger person. Yeah. <laughs> physically. Yeah. Physically, yeah. Yeah. yes. Yeah. Yes.
1: And the baseball playoffs begin tonight with the National League's wild card play game as the Milwaukee Brewers will travel to Washington to play the Nationals. Brandon Woodruff will get the start for the Brewers and Max Scherzer pitches for the Nats. Game time is set for 8 8 and that's what I have for you this morning. Thank
3: you very much, Kathy. Amanda, we have a lot of stuff stacked up for you today, so I'm going to run down the laundry list of things that are taking place on today's program. Number one, first and foremost, a $1,000 opportunity coming your way at 8 a.m. The Money Shark continues on, so we'll give you the- the Word and the numbers and all the information you need to possibly win a thousand dollars, maybe even better than that ten grand so eight a m is when we start with that Then shortly after that, around eight thirty, our friend mr skin who we 've talked to for ages celebrates 20 years of bringing you uh, nudity, film nudity, highlighting where and when and
2: everything you need to know about it. I love this list, Preston, because it's the iconic moments of Mr. Skin. Yeah. Even just moments that happened in pop culture and the news make it into this list.
3: So Mr. Skin at 830, and if nudity isn't your thing, just, well, (laughs) give us a couple of minutes. It's the radio. You can't see anything. Yeah, Exactly. (laughs) I'm shopping with me. Uh, <laughs> one of our favorites, Danica <clears throat> McKellar, is going to be yeah uh, around nine a.m. She's giving us a call. She is on to promote Matchmaker Mysteries. Ooh, I'm going to watch it. <laughs> a killer engagement premiering oh. Sunday, October six on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. Something so, tells me
2: there's going to be a hunky detective. Oh my
3: god, yes. Rochelle you know she's been in nine Christmas movies. Nine. nine
2: of them. This is one of my favorites. Wow. Yeah. Dear God. Yeah. And <laughs> those have started to trickle in already. Oh my Haven't God. Oh, yeah. The commercials are already running. In fact, they've been running them throughout the summer. But uh, now we're going into the full swing. So Danica around nine.
3: And then right after we speak to her, it makes only perfect sense that we go from Hallmark movies to a professional wrestler. Yes. Uh, We have Adam Cole who's going to (laughs) be in touch with us. Is he uh, calling or in studio? No, he's he's calling in. Okay. All right. So he's on. (laughs) He's in.
2: uh, We wrestle you
3: a Merry Christmas. Okay. So that sounds fair enough. And we also have a very special hottie cam taking place tonight uh, this morning I'm sorry it's actually a haunted hottie cam we have Alexa and Julie who are going to be in and they are going to be done up Halloween style for the Halloween haunt at Dorney Park and I'm sure we'll have some things to give away in conjunction with that that is correct so uh, they're going to be stopping in, and they're going to go through a transformation uh, while they are on camera with their uh, makeup crew from uh, Dorney. So we'll see how that goes this morning. And it's Ooh. the first day of a new month. It is October 1st, so we therefore need to turn over a new page in the President Steve Steve totally office calendar. So September, all 30 days belong to the very lovely Ariel. Uh, who spent her time in the calendar uh, under the sheets. Yes. And on top of the sheets Sheets, as well. And
2: adjacent, sheets adjacent. Next, we head to the kitchen
3: for this particular spread. And uh, this was uh, much talked about at the photo shoot, from what I understand, because there's a certain handprint (laughs) that ends up on the posterior of this young lady. So we welcome to the month of October, all 31 days, represented by Angelina. And Angelina is from... Media, which is in, Yo, go! that is correct. Yes.
4: Wait,
1: let me see. Can I see her picture? Yeah, she yeah had and the- also Jamie Kennedy is her godfather. Randomly. Oh, Jamie Kennedy.
2: Oh. Yes. That's yeah. hilarious. Yes.
3: So she has a she has like a flower <laughs> handprint on her knee, uh because she's in the kitchen. You know, of course. Or- it tends to
2: happen when you're naked.
3: Yeah, so uh, she's stunningly beautiful, and October is her month. So if you have the calendar, flip that on over if you would, please. So uh, these things and more are taking place throughout the course of the morning. Oh, yeah, we have a movie screening tonight of the movie Joker. It will be at the AMC Neshaminy 24, and I can give away a pair of passes right now. We'll take uh, callers uh, 11 and 12 at 215-263-WMMR. Movie screens at 7.30. You need to be there no later than 7 o'clock. So, once again, the AMC, Neshamenei, 24, and then the movie opens on Friday. So, we'll take callers 11 and 12 at 215 263 And then I have a few more that I will give away through the course of today's morning program. So, we all good to go? All oh, yep. good. Uh-huh. Let's take a break. Monday? back in a second. It's a Tuesday, actually. Oh, you're right. Right? Yeah. That's
2: even better.
3: <laughs> So I have a stupid question and some stuff to give away and some entertainment stories to run by. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us.
5: Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see them too. Check out the weekly rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly.
2: Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com.
5: Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So for the
3: stupid question we're going to give away a four pack of tickets for this thing is called the pop it's a pop up phenomenon called Happy Place. Oh yeah, which is coming to the King of Prussia Mall and uh I've seen shots of it it's really cool. It's an immersive exhibit that has more than 15,000 square feet of these spaces that you can go take Really cool pictures of, and you got to see it to understand it. So we're going to give away to these passes, and you will go and see and understand. So the question that I have for you this morning, uh, so Hercules. 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 Hercules was named after a goddess who despised him. Who was that goddess, Two one five two six three 263 wmmr So Hercules is actually named after a goddess. Right, I'm, I'm trying
2: to call on what Kevin Sorbo taught me
3: personally. Who actually despised him, Two one five two six three 263 wmmr Is this it? Call right now. It is, yes. Right. Call right now, and let's see if you can get it right. And while we are awaiting your phone call, I have a number of birthdays I am going to mention. Uh, we'll start with uh, Isai Morales. Oh, Good actor. Um, yeah, 57 yeah. years old today. He was in La Bamba uh nypd blue plays a really evil dude in the show ozark oh i don't watch oh, it yeah, yeah, is, yeah. Wow, is he a real baddie that's him That's him at the very beginning yeah oh he's, man yeah i know i had to look it up
2: because i'm like i think that's him but he's being so freaking evil he's. stop doesn't. being mean inside morales and yeah
3: sure enough it's it's him there's he's, something that
6: happens with him in that show that uh it's jaw-dropping. Really?
3: Yeah. Okay, because I've only watched... I need to watch the whole thing. I've only watched yeah. for, like, the first two episodes, it, but... It, I, I found myself staring
6: at the television screen after it happened uh, in disbelief.
3: Okay. And, all
6: right. But Nick, he leaves his TV on all year
3: round, so that pretty <laughs> amazing. Yeah.
4: I'm surprised, Press. I mean, I just assumed that uh, because you're from Missouri and you spent time on the Ozarks, that, that would be like... Well,
3: and my my wife's family has a house at Lake of the Ozarks. Yeah. I spent years at Lake of the Ozarks. Uh, but you're a busy man. But I just... Um, yeah. I, I I'll eventually get to it, yeah. but... Uh, so he's fifty-seven today. Uh, Brie Larson, yeah, Captain Marvel,
2: uh, she turns thirty years old today. So what is uh, um, the plan? They're, they're working on a new movie for her. Every, there's so many, so many things in play right now.
6: Yeah, it's on one of those uh, lists, Steve, where they have all of the ones that are coming up with the next four right. years or
2: whatever. And so her sequel is up there, her yeah, standalone. Captain, yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah.
3: So she's thirty today. A uh, lot of birthdays today. Kevin Griffin, who is the singer <laughs> guitarist for Better Than Ezra. <laughs> Uh, celebrates his 51st birthday today. Nice guys, they've been here before. Good sense of humor, those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're they're Funny. fun and a good straight-ahead rock band. Uh, Mark McGuire set the single-season home run record with 70 homers in 1998. I saw an
2: interview with him now off the juice and everything. It was just decidedly different. <laughs> Stop it. It was a great time to play baseball. <laughs> it was, so the big home run race, you mean between? You remember, between him and uh, Sammy Sosa. Sosa yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, that was, it it was exciting. It excited everybody. Yeah. yeah. But uh, HGH
3: is what they were saying. It gave him his, his power. That so. was the deal. Uh, but he's uh, 56 today.
2: Randy Quaid also has mm. a birthday. Oh, my God. Yeah. Off the deep end, man. So he posts these things now. He does these little Twitter videos where he has a strobe light flashing under his face. What? Yeah. And he oh, sort yeah. of reads proclamations and things that seem manifesto-ish. But he's laughing all the while. If you don't go see, jo- listen, Joker looks like a great movie. We got the real Joker. <laughs> yeah, right. It's Randy Quaid.
4: But it's like acid trippy. It's like really bizarre. Yeah.
3: Wow. Uh, he is uh, okay. I'm looking at the clips of it. That's just disturbing. And we, okay.
2: And we, do you think there's a little bit of Randy and Dennis? I uh, I don't know. Um, How did that maybe, happen?
3: Maybe just a smidge, but not nearly as much. How did those cells break off that way? <laughs> he's 69 today. Uh Stephen Collins, there's another one. Ugh. Uh he was on seventh heaven, the dad, and then admitted to being with underage girls and uh yeah.
2: He had had a situation, yeah, the thing that was the most damning is that he was well, we won't go into audio specifics.
3: to specifics. Yeah, audio. Talking about it. Jesus. He's seventy two today. Uh Rod Carew. He converted. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hall uh, of famer. Baseball Hall of Famer. <laughs> most famous Hall
2: maybe of- for that song Hall now. Of famer. Just-
3: <laughs> Rod Carew. Uh is seventy four today. Uh, Julie Andrews, oh, man. one of the all-time greatest, man. What a voice. Unbelievable. Um, and just some of the best movies. Sound of Music, uh, Mary Poppins. How many times have you seen Sound of Music? Oh, uh, I couldn't tell you, man. It was it was an event when it would come
2: on television. Yep, for us, too. It was like a
3: five-hour event, too, <laughs> to play it all with commercials
2: and everything. Watch every second of it. I yep. love it. So I got the anniversary collection a couple of years ago. They came out with, it's got about five additional hours of footage. You know that in the beginning, in this whole scene where she's running along and dancing by the brook and all that stuff, they built that brook. It didn't exist. I didn't. They put the trees down and the whole thing just because they needed something that where she could sort of. Prance yeah. through, yeah. and uh, but it's a it's a masterpiece.
1: And in a time where you couldn't just DVR it or watch it whenever you wanted. No. I mean, it was really a huge deal. And it's our now house. or never. My yep. mom would get so excited. We would watch it once a year, whatever. And what what was the time of year it came on? It was I don't... usually
2: for Arbor Day. No, I, I, I don't,
1: I don't, don't
7: remember. Was,
2: yeah,
1: but I just remember like once a year we would get all set and ready, and like you said, to watch this five hour movie.
2: And you know what was cool about it, man. She takes on the Nazis, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah totally. So, what it, 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 it seems light and and lighter than air and fluff at the end becomes a race against Nazis. It absolutely yeah. does. So, I've never uh, seen it. It's. uh oh. yeah.
3: <laughs> I, I know these songs. I wonder if you would like it or not. I don't know but, if I would.
4: I think you like problems. musicals. I, think I do, I, but I, I don't like musicals just because they're musicals. Right.
2: It's I, a, it's 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 one of the absolute best. She, she, uh, Julie Andrews is absolutely. Wonderful! You yeah. just fall in love with her. Yep.
4: Yeah, I mean, I'm. My wife's trying to make me go to Hamilton. I'm not interested. I've already listened to the soundtrack, uh, or soundtrack, I should say, mm. and uh, it just doesn't do a whole lot for me. But maybe so you I don't, need to see it. Yeah, maybe, maybe I just so just the idea of a, of a musical, just because you know people are singing and dancing, does not you know you gotta I, like the music. Yeah, all right,
3: yeah. all right. So Julie Andrews is 84 today. Jimmy Carter. Wow, President Jimmy of the United Curtis. States, Jimmy Carter. Casey, <laughs> yeah. anytime you mention his name, Jimmy goes. Casey goes into Jim Carrey uh-huh. as Andy Kaufman, <laughs> doing his impression of Jimmy Carter from the movie "Man on the yeah. Moon," and I am Jimmy Carter. <laughs> Uh, he is 95 today.
2: He had a, um, there was something that was pretty profound with his brain. He had a, yeah. a situation where we were thinking maybe just months. And he's, uh, he bounced back. He's going yeah. great. Yep. And then the last birthday, Zach Galifianakis.
3: is not funny! That's him. Uh, <laughs> is 50 years old today. So the big five zero for him. I just
6: watched uh, Between the Two Ferns, the movie on Netflix. And How is it? Brie Larson's in it, too. It's her birthday as well. It's good. Um, it's about, it's like an hour and 20 long, maybe hour and yeah. a half. Uh, and you know the comedy in Between Two Ferns, the skits on online, it's three and a half, four minutes. So it's right. difficult to stretch it out over that a long time. I'll bet. However, the last uh,
2: five minutes are laugh out loud funny.
3: Okay. All right.
2: He's in one of my favorite uh, gifts, I guess. It's around now where he's dancing with the dog, which he used all the time for joy. Have you seen that one now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I right. got to see it. I'll, lo- I'll look for it.
3: I love him. Uh, so happy 50th to Zach Galifianakis. Let's see if we can get an answer to our stupid question this morning. Hercules was named after a goddess who despised him. And who was that goddess? 215-263-WMMR. Nancy, I turn to you for the answer. Good morning, Nancy. Good morning. All right, so who is the goddess that Hercules was named after? Hera. Hera, and she despised him. That is correct. I hate you! Hang on a second, Nancy. We're going to get your information. Apparently she tormented him all his life. All
2: his life.
3: Yep, and... Nancy gets a four pack of tickets for the pop-up phenomenon, Happy Place coming to the King of Prussia Mall. This interactive immersive exhibit features more than 15,000 square feet of playful spaces and cheerful moments. It's been called the most Instagrammable pop-up in America, and tickets are now on sale via Happy Place me. I'm sorry, via, via happyplace.me. and the exhibit will be here October 5th through January 5th, occupying the space where J.C. Penny was inside the mall. so it's huge. Uh, so we'll give away tickets all week long. All right, let's get into some of the entertainment stories. Uh, Clueless star Stacy Dash yeah. was arrested for domestic violence. Uh, she was busted in Pasco County, Florida, where she owns a home. Reportedly, she attacked her new husband, Jeffrey Marty. Uh, police were called to her home Sunday at 745 in the evening. She allegedly pushed, slapped, and scratched him, and police found marks on his arm. Uh, the actress spoke out about the marital dispute in a statement on Monday afternoon calling it personal and unfortunate. Her manager released a statement saying reports had been blown out of proportion uh, and said this fo- "This is the following statement. On the evening of Sunday, September 29th, actress Stacey Dash and her husband had a marital dispute in their Tampa, Florida suburb. Deputies were dispatched to their residence. No charges were pressed by her husband. However, deputies arrested Ms. Dash peacefully as a formality. Her husband appeared in court today. Uh, on her behalf, and Ms. Dash was released from the Atlanta Lakes detention facility. No further legal action <gasps> is pending. That's where the butter comes from. Ms. Dash is a. He, he continued to say, Ms. Dash is a domestic abuse survivor from a previous relationship and has championed for other abuse victims to speak up. The untruthfulness being reported saddens Ms. Dash and her family. No further comments will be made, and we ask that Ms. Dash and her family's privacy be respected. Ms. Dash sad? Uh, Ms. Dash sad. I guess. <laughs> so they married. In a secret ceremony last year, not much is known ab- <laughs> about Marty, except that he is a lawyer. And this is her fourth marriage, by the way. So,
2: wow. She's yeah. knocking them off. I always thought she was very attractive. Very attractive, yeah. Uh, so, of course, you know, who, who can figure these things out? One side says know. one thing. The other side says the other thing. I think we all need to watch Clueless.
3: Who knows? Yes, I think that'll, <laughs> that'll bring us all together. Uh, let's see, how about, I'm going to save Dancing with the Stars for a moment, because oh, yeah. yeah, we'll get to that in a moment, because our friend uh, uh, Kate uh, is in there, but how about we go with this, Bachelor Nation, oh, now you're talking, has been obsessing over the latest potential romance between one of their A-listers and a Hollywood hotshot, Unbelievable. this time around, Rachel Bilson.
2: Rachel Bilson. Hollywood royalty. <laughs> yeah. She's not an A lister, right? No, she's not a C lister. She's, she's I like B P I like her. Yeah. She's maybe... good in her ice cream commercials. Yeah, solid B. No, I her think ice she's cream a, commercials? She she did uh Magnum, I think it was. The uh the Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh and uh she's a I like her. Uh, I think she's on an ABC series now.
3: This time around, she and Nick Vial are in the hot spot. Mm -hmm. He's one of the Bachelor royalty. He's a Bachelor. (laughs) He's a Bachelor A-lister, Casey. So they they called him an A-lister and her a Hollywood hotshot. Oh, okay. So they gotta have the
2: distinction. Us weekly, uh, igneous and sedimentary.
3: Yes, you need to know those. (laughs) The delineation. Yeah, absolutely. Those uh, various types of uh, rocks (laughs) and so forth. (laughs) Okay. It's the first time they've ever been compared to rocks. Oh, it won't be the last. <laughs> Us Weekly demanded answers from Bilson.
2: I demand answers. I want answers. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you can't handle the truth. You can't handle the Bilson. And she issued a standard non-denial slash confirmation. She said, I don't want to talk about it. Which came out
2: as eat a bag of D's.
3: (laughs) Her best friend, Jamie King, said, that's private, and we'll keep that private for now.
2: Ooh, they're being coy. Mm -hmm.
3: Meanwhile, Vial is leaving super juicy comments on her Instagram. Super juicy. This is so juicy. Thanks for
2: the super juicy comments.
3: All right, so there was a... Super juicy. There was a selfie of her... In a mountain pic. sending you some super juicy comments. How did Cowper get in here? Signed MC.
2: (laughs) Super juicy.
3: Uh, So there was a picture of her in a a selfie in a mountain shot, and he wrote, nice mountains. Oh,
2: Oh, he's clever. He's talking about her
3: boobs. He's a regular Robert
2: Benchley. Mm -hmm.
3: He commented on her page. Is that what what this was? Yes. That's super juicy,
2: Preston. That is juicy.
3: And she commented on a shot that he posted of them together and she wrote, he slid into her dot, dot, dot. Oh. DMs. Yeah, oh.
2: you thought it was going to say a vagina. Yeah, right? Yeah. Exactly. No.
1: I got my first, I, I want to slide into your DM message on Instagram. Yeah. Oh.
2: yeah. Was it the guy from
1: Nashville? I don't know who it was, but I was like, oh, okay, cool.
2: I went to slide into. Maybe you. it's the brother you didn't know you had by Janis Joplin. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be great it's if Pete I out there.
1: <laughs> Pete
3: Joplin. <laughs> Uh, so anyhow, she wrote hashtag. He accepted. Uh oh, that is I an know. incredible story. That's cute. He's got away with words. This is uh, this is him. Your knockers,
8: your no, not your knockers, your breasts. Your breasts are like uh, melons.
0: <laughs>
3: What's that from? <laughs> Roxanne. <laughs> oh. He doesn't know what to say. Yeah, the yeah. Uh, the
4: walkie-talkie goes out
3: on him. Yeah, it's <laughs> on his own. Yeah. You're very extemporaneous. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so anyhow, that's the hot new couple from Bachelor. Right. Nation. Oh my god! Yeah, hey, remember you have you have uh, you know Tyler, Tyler Cameron and Gigi Hadid and Sarah Hyland and Wells Adams. It's amazing! It's amazing. So celebrities are starting to dabble in Bachelor.
2: It's set Hollywood on its ear. Yeah.
3: Uh, Prince Harry is following his wife Meghan Markle's lead and is grabbing the reins guest, uh, as a guest editor of National Geographic. Stand Inst- here, Instagram page. Uh, the Duchess famously famously helmed uh, Vogue UK's September issue in which she highlighted game changers in the fields of fashion and culture. Harry is guest editing at Nat Geo. It had been to promote the social media campaign Looking Up, designed to raise awareness about trees and the role they play in our ecosystem.
2: He had been guest editing Beaver Magazine.
3: Okay, yeah. but he's moved over to Nat Geo now. The 35-year-old will curate a series of posts taken by uh, Nat Geo's famed Shutterbugs and will highlight trees in... Uh, Lawande National Park in Malawi, which he visited on Monday. Okay. They're touring South uh, South Africa right now. So I guess
2: guest editing is the thing to do.
3: I guess so, yeah. Uh, so what else do we have here? Okay, so on to uh, Dancing with the Stars. Exciting. Uh, so first we'll start with, uh, and and the only reason we're covering it this season is because our good friend Kate Flannery is on board and doing wonderfully, and I'll get to her performance last night, but Ray Lewis and Cheryl Burke did not compete Uh, Because the former NFL linebacker suffered an injury. Poor baby. Tom Bergeron noted Lewis's absence saying an old injury flared up that has taken him out of the
2: competition. Yeah, Kate Flannery competed.
3: Did you
1: see it, though? I did. His foot was pretty bad. Well, after
3: admitting that he he dealt with pain every practice, the NFL star revealed that he had torn three tendons in his foot. Requiring surgery, and that his doctor advised him to drop out of the competition. He said, This is probably one of the hardest decisions of my life. Uh, So, did they have video of him hurting himself?
1: Well, no. It was, so, like you said, it was an injury he had from playing. And uh, basically, the doctor said, If you keep dancing, these tendons are going to, like, they're going to bust. Yeah, they're going to snap. I mean, it was, yeah, it it looked pretty bad. I don't think it was, like, one specific thing that happened while he was dancing. He's just aggravating it.
4: Now, I could be wrong here, but I also think he had to bail on climbing Kilimanjaro. Uh, he was. Are uh, you kidding? Yeah, he he was climbing Where's up and guy? and something happened and he was not able to make the summit. They Climb Kilimanjaro and he's me. an invalid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait,
3: what? <laughs> can't walk practically. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here we go. Here on to, on to our good yeah, friend. yeah.
2: That's what would you say? Under <laughs> our good friend,
3: late night last night, Allie Brooke and Kate Flannery had the highest score. Oh. Yeah. Oh. yeah! Nice. She was great. After getting praised by the judges and one of the highest scores in week two, Flannery performed the quick step with partner Pasha Pashkov to 9 to 5. And once again, she wowed the judges with her impressive technique. Carrie Ann Inaba said, so precise, so synchronized. And Bruno Tomioli. <laughs> oh, my
2: God. Said, <laughs> this ship has taken
3: off to space. <laughs> he said, like the movie, this is a big hit. Uh, so she brought in oh. three eights, totaling a 24. In so years. Apparently-
1: yeah, apparently um, they're really focusing on technique this season. That's what I heard one of the judges say. Now I haven't watched a couple of seasons, so I don't know. But uh, she did really well. I mean, that's exactly what they were looking for. Her costume and hair wasn't so great, but her oh, her hair, was hair looks horrible. Awful. Well, she's but, supposed but it's to a playoff yeah. of, of yeah, uh, kind
3: of Dolly
2: Parton's hair, I guess, a <laughs> right. little bit. So, but uh, yeah, but, but she does the thing that the audience loves and that uh, the judges love. She's acting while she's dancing. Yep. So yep. when she, yep. she pushes the boss down. She, the look on her face is very um, yeah. stern. It's very and, funny. And the
1: quick step, uh, the name of it, it's quick. And the, the foot motions are really quick. And she did a good job with it.
3: So we're very, very happy for Kate. Huge score, man. She could do the whole thing. She could take it. I know it's a waste to go, but we'll, we'll let you know how she's doing. Listen, this rocket shows no
2: signs of returning to Earth.
3: That's right. She is on her way to the stratosphere. All right. So uh, this is interesting. We had Chevy Chase on not too long We ago. did. Uh, and apparently he, <laughs> uh, at the event over the weekend where he was doing the, uh, screening of Caddyshack yeah. uh, at the Borgata, I didn't uh, see this. there was a heckler. Okay. All right. So, and, uh, at some point he called her an ignorant slut. <laughs> 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 so here's the deal. Here's, here's how it played out. So Chase held the Q and a following the screening of the classic. And at one point, a female audience member screamed, you're boring. Uh, And Chase and the moderator asked her to sit down, and then they asked to have security to escort her out. An audience member then shouted, Jane, you ignorant slut, (laughs) a a reference to a Saturday Night Live bit with Jane Jane, uh, Curtin and Dan Aykroyd. And Chase then echoed that. He didn't initially say There we go. And uh, security soon intervened, and then uh, Chevy ended up uh, finishing the show. So apparently somebody thought he was boring. Listen, he's an older guy now, and he's, he's, he's a little slower to speak, and we, we found that out. But after we sat down and talked to him for a while, he started to open up. Yes. It started off very slow, but and he's just, he's
2: an older guy. And, and he was having slower. fun. He was doing yeah. stuff that you, yeah, you know, he, he cut the guy some slack. But again, yeah. was, when we had him on the show, we talked about this. Yeah. He's so, so at the center of so much of the pop culture stuff we love. So um, yeah, once it got going, we were laughing, and and he's he slips sarcasm in there surgically. So you got to be on your toes; you got to catch it exactly.
3: All right, in Frozen Two, Elsa, Anna, Kristoff, and Olaf will seek out answers to their past. When the film drops November twenty second, there will be magic, new characters, and mystery. But what about love? Speculation about the choices Disney will make about Elsa's love life has reached a feverish pitch especially after the first Frozen was seen as throwing off many of the tired Disney princess tropes that always saw a damsel being rescued by a handsome prince. It seems that the filmmakers are trying to live up to the high standards they set the first time around. Filmmaker Jennifer Lee uh, said that Elsa is not going to have a romantic relationship in this. Uh, She added that the sequel will delve into each character's backstory, and not the romantic status.
2: Remember this. Remember the whole big thing was that they were trying to give her a lesbian romance? And I guess that didn't fly. Uh, what, in this second movie? That's what they were talking about.
3: Uh, yeah, well, they, yeah, they didn't do That's that.
2: That's what we're talking about.
3: Uh, there's rumors of that in the third film, but, I mean, they're just rumors. Nobody yeah. specifically has said anything. Uh, for this film, she said, we spent a lot of time uh, journaling. And we said we took these pretty intense personality tests for each character. We found this is a woman who wasn't ready for a relationship at all. She's carrying a lot of pressure and the weight of her kingdom on her shoulders and struggling with this call for her powers. And that's where she was for us. It really hadn't come up in terms of what fit with her, what fit where with the story and where it was going. Uh, And we knew the end we wanted for her. So it just didn't fit where she was in her life. And I didn't. I don't know if it'll fit in the future. We have asked that question, and I'm not stretching past Frozen two about what happens to these characters in their lives. Uh, but it's not just where she was now.
2: They do know their cartoons, right?
3: Yeah, but the trailer looks awesome.
2: It dude. does. It looks darker. Uh, yep. we, do we have the audio over of what is they're saying is going to be the or should be the yeah, next? It's up one, Casey. Yeah. Frozen into the unknown.
3: Yeah. This is uh, what should be the hit song. That's what they're possibly. saying. Possibly. Right, let's hear it.
5: Every
9: day it's a little harder as I feel my power grow. Don't
10: you know there's part of me that loves to go
4: into the unknown.
10: Into the
0: unknown.
9: More than anyone
11: Or anything
3: uh, We'll have to see I don't know how the song plays I tell you what Idina Menzel has got a powerful voice Sure and does She can wail all right, so here it is. Netflix has renewed Stranger Things for a fourth season no way. and signed creators Matt and Ross Duffer to a multi year film and TV deal that many say is around nine figures. Whoa! Whoa. Yeah, according to the Hollywood Reporter. Uh, three months ago, the third season of the sci fi hit returned after a year off air. The Duffer brothers have captivated viewers around the world with Stranger Things. And we're thrilled to expand our relationship with them to bring their vivid imaginations to other film and series projects our members will love, said Netflix Chief Content Officer Ted Sarandos.
2: Now, there's... um, I'm I'm not going to spoil anything here, but characters that may have... Passed into the great beyond may not be in the great beyond. Okay. That's my understanding.
6: I never got around to season three. I need to. I, I'll binge it at some point. But I'm, I'm watching so many other
3: shows at this you know juncture that I haven't gotten to this third one. But you guys were raving about it. I tell you what, bring it on. Yeah. I, I've I'm not done with it. I'm I've it's yeah. and and as these kids are growing into adulthood, it can keep going. They can keep going, this- they're
2: passing through different points in pop culture history. So yep. the references in this one were decidedly. New and fresh and, yeah. uh, and, and retro at the same time. That's I what they'll it. keep doing, yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as they
3: keep exploring, as they get older, the, the time frames that will fit for their age. It'll be fun to... looking
2: back at that also, stuff. Also, yeah. for for some really serious um, S is going to happen moments, it was also offset by a whole bunch of very funny sequences. Yes. It really was. Yeah, yeah. so uh,
4: what year are they in right
2: now? Uh, I would have to assume ninety. <laughs> No, 80s, late 80s.
3: Yeah, probably 87, 88, something like that. I okay. That's yeah. my guess. Uh, but then again, uh, well, no, maybe even a little bit before that. If uh, there, there, okay. okay, never-ending story. When did that come out? We All you have to do is look that up. Yeah, but what
4: movie? were They were in a movie theater when Back to the Future was playing?
3: True. Yep. It was okay. a brand-new movie. So whenever that came that out. That was 85. Okay. okay. Yeah, all right, so mid-80s. Yeah. All right. We nailed it. So they are they're they're gonna go forward with it and you never know what that might lead to. might lead to a, a movie eventually. So Honestly, I, you don't know you don't how, need it.
2: What could a movie do that this can't do?
3: Yeah, not much. In fact, it probably can't do as right. much as this series could don't uh, insult us. The production is already really high and uh you know and you get uh you get several hours as opposed to maybe 2-3 hours in the movie theater. So uh speaking of movies, acknowledging the increased media attention of the film Joker, uh filmmaker Todd Phillips is now opting to nix red carpet interviews with stars Joaquin Phoenix and Zazie Beetz. Uh or is it Zazie Beetz? I don't know. Uh enjoy the movie he said tell a friend. I feel like we have not gotten enough press, and the world has, uh, the word hasn't gotten out about this film. Yeah. Uh, and of course, he's joking about it. Uh, but he went on to praise uh, Phoenix's work as the DC villain.
2: I'd be he curious said, to see if this does, in fact, land him a nomination.
3: He said uh, he gave it his all, and I just want to thank him one more time. Uh, some critics have voiced concern that Joker will inspire violence. Uh, we'll find out. Joker opens nationwide on Friday, and we have that screening tonight. By the way, we'll do some more. Giveaways for that a little bit later on. Uh, let me see. I do have a couple other things here. How about uh, this? Uh, Michael Bully Herbig has signed on to direct a biopic about magicians and entertainers Siegfried and Roy. Oh, boy. A Siegfried and Roy movie. Yeah, the film will, be, uh, will tell the story of Siegfried, Siegfried Fischbacher and Roy
2: Huey Horn.
3: Who met on a cruise ship and bonded over their passions for music and illusion? Is that where they met? Yeah, apparently.
2: Uh, are they going to show how Montecor helped uh, <laughs> them on that stage performance when he sensed there was an epileptic seizure about to take place? They
1: they say that that's what happened. Like they do, uh, but other you people are, other people are saying, you know, still say, no, that's not the. case. Well,
2: anybody with eyes would disagree with that.
4: <laughs> um, who would get guess- Who would play those guys? Would, <sighs> would they get actual? Are they German? Okay, they get actual German guys. I don't know German.
1: German guys. We
3: need actual German guys. I don't know.
1: Do you know right. they still don't say whether or not they're a couple?
3: Uh, they don't. Nope.
1: Really? No. When that you...
3: was going to be my question, actually,
2: are they? And I've never known. They, they, it's they sad. have never
1: admitted to it.
2: it, and I don't know why. It's there's no. You know, it they was, say uh, we're
1: we're brothers. We love each other. We're the best of friends, but they never actually say whether or not they are lovers. Whether
3: or not? So they've never denied it either?
1: They, yeah, like they kind of talk huh. around it.
3: Okay. Steve, this director, uh, you probably remember him. He did uh,
6: this comedy radio show in Germany called Die Bern Cups. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Germany, yeah that was the,
2: a good one. Mid, mid-90s. Yeah. Yeah, I used 90, to call it all the time. 92 to 95. Play yeah. Scorpions. <laughs> yeah.
3: All right, so they're they're going to do that. Uh, they rose to international fame in Monte Carlo in the 1960s, so that's where they... Is they, everybody
2: enjoying the show? That's where they... Let uh, me pick up my good friend who's not my gay lover.
3: <laughs> that's where they started to take off, so... Uh, after a series of shocking revelations against uh, ex-Ashton Kutcher, including cheating and threesomes, uh, were dropped by Demi Moore in her memoir, Inside Out... Kutcher and wife Mila Kunis opted to head to the happiest place on earth with their kids. They went
2: to Disneyland. Aww, mm-hmm. Trying to get a threesome going there. Uh, <laughs> they took Wyatt and
3: Dimitri, uh, their kids, two days before uh, Wyatt turns five. So, well, Not their kids. Wait a minute. Who's they kids took uh Dimitri's kids. No, not Dimitri's kids. <laughs> Has Mila had two kids? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I lose track.
2: And they bought one.
3: All right. So I wasn't sure.
2: So anyhow, they went to Disneyland. That's what they did. Oh, they left with some kids, actually. I don't have any details other other than that. The fact that they, this couple, would go to Disneyland, which is such a unique thing to do for couples with kids. I know.
3: Listen, I needed one more story.
2: (laughs) All right. In that case, though, how did, you know, so... What's her stand on Ashton at this point? Do do we ever get to that Uh, in the book? Is she cool with him? It it sounds like these are quote-unquote truth bombs that she felt the need to drop.
3: Yeah, I don't think that she has really... In in most of the excerpts that I've read, she said, listen, I was just trying to please him because I thought it was the right thing to do. She hasn't... I haven't heard anything of her her saying accusatory, look, he did this to me and, and... She's kind of owning up that it was her own fault. So maybe she just wanted
6: to tell a story and has a book to sell. So she just threw everything, you know, against the wall.
2: It's odd she would leave out this trip to Disneyland. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, even maybe that'll be in the paper. It happened after the, book. the epilogue. Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> One last story. Although Michelle Pfeiffer has decades of acclaimed work to speak to her talent, she's still afraid that she's going to be fired. Uh, she she's t- an idiot. Uh, she tells E.T., I think it comes from not having a background, a formal training, uh-huh. uh, you know, in the beginning. And I think when I started out, a lot of actors were coming out of Juilliard. And I was just this young person from Orange County kind of just getting on my in- by my instincts purely. And I think for the longest time, I felt like I... It really it wasn't really enough and uh, maybe didn't give me the credibility and maybe because I had to find my technique as I went along.
2: Well, this speaks to what you were talking about last week, about uh, thinking that people are going to realize that you don't deserve what you have and where you are. Yeah, she said she's suffering from the same thing. So in essence, you are Michelle Pfeiffer. Thank you.
3: Yeah, I, I feel like Michelle Pfeiffer. Uh, she can next be seen in Maleficent, Mistress of Evil, with Angelina Jolie and Elle Fanning. That'll be out on
2: October 18th. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I love the uh, the first one. I just hope, I don't know if, this, you know, Maleficent apparently turns bad again in this. Yeah,
3: yeah, it was too bad because it was... Yeah, yeah, I like that it. whole thing. I, I enjoyed the whole story arc of that first movie. We'll see. All right, next. Uh, oh, here we go to the clips. So the new drama, Emergence... Dives into the mystery behind the sudden appearance of a young girl following a plane crash. In this clip, Alexa Swinton explains the role of her character in this thriller. Here we go.
2: The police chief's family adapts this
3: little girl, and this little girl doesn't remember anything about herself. So, really, just how they teach her and how she teaches them.
5: I don't (laughs) give a
2: a new episode of Emergence is tonight, ten o'clock on ABC. So the uh, of the new show, I, Prodigal Son, I told you I've been watching, which I think is very good. Uh, and there's another one uh, that looks promising called Evil, which is sort of a paranormal X Files ish sort of thing that's hmm. coming up. But there's a couple of good ones. We, you know, it's funny we don't tend to look to the networks, you know, the regular networks now yeah. for these shows. It's it's more the other stuff. But yeah, yeah there's still some good stuff on. All right, here's the next clip. Arthur Fleck's
3: failed comedy career leads him to a life of crime and chaos in the upcoming film Joker. Here, Joaquin Phoenix talks about his dilemmas with his starring role. Here we go.
4: I think people do want to feel like you share
6: in the struggle of the character. But what I'm always most surprised by is is the scene that seems the easiest on paper and the most simple
3: are oftentimes the ones that I struggle with the most.
7: John John (laughs) Samos.
3: Joker hits theaters nationwide this Friday. Let's give away some passes to see it tonight. I will take callers number 10, 11, and 12. And we will give you passes to go to the AMC Nashamity 24. The movie starts at 7.30. you got to be there no later than 7 to make sure that you get a seat, all right? ten, eleven, and 12 right now, 215-263-WMMR. You will get to go to the advanced screening. I am jealous. Go check it out and enjoy. Yeah. Looks good. All right. That is what I have for you in the Entertainment Report. We have a lot going on today. Mr. Skin, 20 years, celebrating 20 iconic moments. We'll talk to him. Danica McKellar McKellar is going to be on the program. Wrestler Adam Cole will be joining us. We have a special haunted hottie cam that's going on. It's uh, Tattoos Day today. Oh, my yeah. God. Money Shark with your chance to win a $1,000, and we'll give away a bunch of other stuff as well. So hang on with us through the course of the morning. A lot to give to you, and you deserve it. We'll be right back.
10: What's new? Why you ask?
5: The Black Keys. Greta <laughs> Fleet. Van Fleet. Elf!
12: Five finger death punch.
10: New, black, New music, more of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR.
3: As we speak, is the cam on yet or do we have that uh, not set up? I'll find out. All right, we're getting the transformation underway this morning. Our friends from the Halloween haunt at Dorney Park are transforming two of our Presidency Totally Office calendar girls this morning. So we have Alexa and Julie who are going to be on our cam uh, through the course of the morning. Julie right now is getting the treatment done. Uh, Tara is handling the makeup from uh, Dorney Park. We also have Kristen and Jonathan who are here today. Um, And Dorney Park's Halloween haunt, uh, you can find haunted mazes, scare zones, electrifying entertainment, thrilling rides, and hundreds of monsters prowling the park. And it's Friday and Saturday nights going on now through September 2nd. And there's a bonus haunt night on Sunday, October 13th. We will give away passes for our first stop on MMR's Cream of the Scream Tour, which is this Friday. Freaking love it. So this morning and the rest of the week, we will have your chance to win some tickets. So stay with us. Watch the webcam. We'll get it up and running in a little bit. Uh, and you can you can see the transformation of first Julie, and then we'll get Alexa. We'll get her makeup done, and you'll get an idea of the creations that they have roaming the park. It I love on. the
2: whole deal, right? Case, it's great. It's, yeah. it's just sensational because there's so much going on and shows going on. And the rides, roller coasters, roller coasters. and <laughs> practically, it's it's not like going on a krowsy
3: created, you know, a crazy cr- a crowd. What did I say? Krowsy <laughs> created, krowsy created weekend. This is
2: too crated for me.
3: I don't like it crowdsy <laughs> like this.
2: <laughs> These people are all krowsy in the head. Uh, no, I know what you're saying though. It's, yep. it's pandemonium. Yep. Yeah, yeah. You know, you have this whole the, basically the park to yourself, and you want that. Yeah. Because you wander around and it's dark. You have, yep. you know, all this stuff going on. Uh, it's an experience unto itself. I've
4: yeah. gone on the the best roller coasters in that park without hardly having to wait in line.
3: Okay? It's great. Now, Julie right now, is, is she's just at the beginning phase of, of the makeup, so she's got some white and then some red around her eyes, but it's going to it's
2: gonna transform. I know who she's going to become. With oh, that really? makeup that thick, she's going to be Cher. Oh, my yeah. God. You're right. She might be. Yeah. That would be terrifying. Yeah, terrifying. If you came around at the night. corner <gasps> and all of a sudden
3: Cher's right there. <laughs> oh, you scared, honey? <laughs> Dear God. I got you, babe. Yeah, so... Listen, no. If we wanted real gore, though, uh, we would have brought in uh, Kathy's son Jace this oh, morning <laughs> uh, to go on our webcam. <laughs> Do tell the story of the blood this uh, oh, from this God. weekend.
1: It's so terrible. Uh, so we were at his soccer game and on Saturday. Think
2: again, this is soccer game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: totally, one hundred percent. And you know we were like, oh, this is an easy win. The other team didn't have any subs, so we're like, we're definitely going to beat this team. And and uh, the goalie had let three goals in. He was freaking out. He was so angry. The, at halftime, the kids kind of had a little huddle. The coaches talked to them, like, come on, you gotta, you know, you guys gotta straighten up. What are you doing out there? Uh, right after halftime, they go out. Jace's got the ball. The kid from the other team comes by and sweeps his leg. The kid falls. Jace falls on top of him. The kid grabs his head and and is like screaming. So I'm like, oh man, the kids. I was looking at the other. Kid, Yeah. And I see Jace. He puts his hands on his mouth. Coach runs out. They check him. And then, you know, you you don't want to sit on the side. I don't want to run out like a crazy mom.
2: Yeah. You were drinking.
1: Coach looks over and kind of waves like, come on. Get over here. Get over here. Uh So we were like, oh, no. There was so much blood coming from his mouth. I mean, Uh mouthfuls of blood that Uh he was spitting out. Uh onto the field, so we kind of take him off the field. I put him in the chair uh, that I had brought. He's sitting there, and I, I still don't know what's going on because I can't see anything, so I don't sure. know if it's his teeth. I don't know if it's his lip, mouth, tongue, whatever it is. I have no idea what's going on, So, um, and it was great at the field. There was no first aid kit or ice or anything, so oh, that was no. lovely. Uh, yeah, so I had an iced coffee. I grabbed an ice cube from the iced coffee, put it in his mouth. I said, hold this in here, and, and that I guess helped stop the blood okay. um, because, th- yeah, so then I was able to, after like washing his mouth out and uh, his face, his hands, everything, there was blood everywhere. Um, Why didn't I, you
2: perform a tracheotomy as I would oh know. My Immediately God. grab yeah. a pen?:
1: So I, I look in his mouth and I almost pass out. His tongue was uh. almost not completely. I, I don't want to like overdo it, but it was pretty significant. His tongue was almost split in half. Oh, oh
3: my God oh my God like uh,
2: crosswise no. or lengthwise?: No,
1: lengthwise and Whoa. and underneath. So,
2: oh, so, so, not across, you're talking snake split. Yeah. So, like, oh I
1: don't even, how did that happen? Because, how if would it that was even the, happen? If it was well. his teeth, if he bit his tongue, wouldn't it have been across? Wouldn't it have gone the other way? Yeah. So, I have no idea. And I just see it and I'm like, Oh, my God. I'm like, okay. And he's saying to me, I need to go to the hospital. I need to go to the hospital. I'm like, no, you're fine. You're fine. Relax. Before I saw the what had actually happened, and then I see it, and I'm like, okay. I'm like, do you want to go? And he's yeah. like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, let's go get it checked out. So doesn't your,
2: doesn't your instincts kick in and you go check if you have any appearances oh that night? Oh, my God. Night?
1: Well, I... I felt myself, I felt a little queasy. I'm like, oh, you can't, like, you can't do this. You can't pass out. Stop it. You
2: can't even take needles.
1: (laughs) I mean, it it was, so uh, I didn't, thankfully. And he was okay. He actually had stopped crying before we even left the field. But we got in the car. We went to the hospital. That's uh,
3: that's pretty miraculous. Spent
1: all day in the emergency room. By
3: the way, here's me handling that situation with my kid. So you're like, yeah, do you want to go? You want to go? And that's like Rochelle would do that type of thing. Me, and I don't have any filter (laughs) when it comes to this, I'm like... Yeah, that looks pretty bad. That's nasty. We might have to take, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, they might have to do some serious work yeah. on your tongue.
2: <laughs> I'd say the wrong thing. Say goodbye to talking. When these, yeah, yeah, yeah. You
3: may not be able to speak right for the rest well, of we, your life.
2: Might as well pick up some sign language brochures on the way over oh, there. Oh, stu- no,
1: and I'm I was there. Ver- that's yeah. the thing. I was very cautious with him. Obviously, Good. I know my son, and I know what he can take and what he can't. And I, so I was very cautious with how I spoke to him. And I just kind of said, we're going to go. We're going to get checked out. He he asked. He wanted <laughs> Wanted to go. He knew something was wrong. So I said, "Yeah, okay, we'll go to the hospital. We'll get it checked out for yeah, you." Yeah. Did you
2: at any point feel queasy, like you were going to pass? Oh, out? yeah,
1: no, I did. Yes, yeah. like in in the, when we were at the field, and the, the he was because I kept saying, "Spit it out, spit yeah, the, yeah. the blood out." So you could and, see
2: what was going on. Yeah,
1: I mean, it was m- mouthfuls of blood. Uh. Well, yeah.
2: a tongue, any sort of tongue cut like that, anything in the mouth tends to bleed like right. crazy. Yeah. So um uh so so you get to the hospital. And, and what are they what are they recommending at this point well I mean, like what do you do? five
1: hours later they recommended um, do you the-
2: stitch a tongue
1: shut so what what I was told uh, at this hospital uh, which I'm not gonna name because I went there before I didn't like it and after this time I'm like why did we go back no there?
12: kidding yeah, yeah I, didn't, had that happen
1: I didn't love them at all okay. um, so what they explained to me was that uh, they don't typically stitch the tongue that that it um unless it is a like a clear split yeah. like it would split all the way through oh. they don't really do it they said they would have had to admit him and uh, it's it's an operating room surgery because there's so much blood they have to make sure that they have blood on Hand in case it's needed and all this kind of stuff and mm. and after looking, at I mean, she she didn't say, "Oh, we're not going to do it because it's too much." She looked at it and she said, "This is going to heal. You, you, it looks bad. You think it's worse than it is. It's actually going to heal and pretty quickly." And she was she was correct. I mean, as of today, it. I mean, the amount of uh how it reattached itself from wow. Saturday yeah. was pretty amazing.
4: Okay, yeah, yeah good, yeah. Because my brother, when uh, we were younger, he basically he bit a hole through his tongue oh we were God. playing football and and they did stitch it
1: well yeah um, if it went all the way through the that's what through. she said it went if, okay. if it would have gone through but um his didn't go all the way through so i guess it it but I don't was able if to it was
4: split in half
1: it, it didn't it didn't go all the way through the split went like part of the way through the tongue
4: okay but oh my it God. but it
1: did split like underneath yeah there was oh. like yeah
4: i see what you're saying
2: <laughs> I, I thought even, it was like
4: you, a snake or something like that. That's what I was. Yeah. That's what I thought it was. Yeah, so, but you're yeah, saying
2: but it, it, it split, but it didn't split all the way through. It didn't split. Oh, sli- 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 deep enough right. where it, right. you would
3: right. see it in two pieces. Exactly. There you go. That right. would have been the um, issue, man. There are there are sensitive parts of your body. Yes, mm-hmm. and and places that you don't want anything to happen to. Tongue is near the top of the lid. Yeah. <laughs> I mean because just. Eating, drinking, speaking, all the things you have to, as, as often as you have to use it, you know, I mean, that's where
2: it's just, oh, my God. It, fre- it freaks me out, especially the thing that I can't stand, which is similar to that, and I do it all the time, Was I, I will bite the inside of my mouth, oh my God. Right. and then I and will much- replicate that same bite five times in a row. Yeah, because it swells. Yeah, and now and, I'm and hyper aware of it, and I while trying it. to avoid it, I, I'm, like, literally eating my own mouth. Yeah. and wondering how the hell this is happening.
3: Casey's covering up his mouth as we speak he's,
2: <laughs> he's actually putting food in it to protect
6: from I know immune. he is. Wait, so, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kath, how much was he able to communicate with you all weekend?
1: Uh, so, he was okay. It it, it swelled initially, and um, I would say probably Saturday night into Sunday, the swelling went down, and it, it never really came back. He was okay. He, You know, it would bother him. It would hurt a little bit, but um, not terribly. He, in every situation like this, he always does better than I do. Like, I'm... You know, ready to fall over and pass out, and he put you in okay. a wheelchair. Yeah, no, but he was, was okay.
3: Was he screaming, crying though when it first happened? Oh yeah, when
1: it first happened, and yeah,
3: blood, screaming, crying, and blood, blood. coming out of your yeah. mouth.
1: Oh, yes, shake oh. it
3: off. Yeah, yeah, come on, it's soccer. We still got a quarter left to go.
1: And you know what? The <laughs> other kid who who hit his head, who I was initially looking at because he was screaming when he saw Jace, he kind of just froze and was like, kind of took his hands off his head and was oh, like, okay, God. I guess it's not that
2: bad. So did Jace's, kind of overreacted, didn't you, did, little pussy? Did Jace's
3: chin hit? <laughs> his head? Is that I what guess, happened? You know what? Probably. It,
1: it didn't even look that bad. Like, when yeah. it happened, we were like, oh, they fell to the ground. Like, right. okay, get yeah. back up. I mean, I had no idea that I was going to walk into this.
2: There's no way... By the way, what, why wasn't there any sort of medical kit or anything like that? Uh,
1: I don't know. That's a really <laughs> yeah. good question. Like,
2: as, like when honestly, you should not have to pull ice out of your frappuccino. Out of,
1: seriously, <laughs> out of my ice <laughs> That's coffee. That's just disgusting. Like, he, he, there was no ice. How is nothing. this going to
2: remain drinkably cool <laughs> <laughs> if I'm administering to battlefield wounds.
3: Yeah, that's a major oversight. Yeah. There right? needs to be first, first Wait aid. Wait a second. You're asking me to use my swizzle point
2: stick point. for a splint?
3: Right. <laughs> I mean, having coached
4: uh, at the Little League level, yeah, you're, you're kind of um, woefully unprepared for those things. Um, Kathy, I think the most important question is, do you know if the team won or?
1: You know what? They, all of the people at the hospital were asking us, well, did you win? Did you win? I, I don't even know. You what don't know if they the rallied. I, I don't know.
4: Okay. It, yes. <laughs> we were in, when, in honor uh, of chase. Let's make sure. <laughs> <We win. laughs> oh my God. So like, we, we crushed
2: these guys. I went for was, the jacer.
4: <laughs> when I played little league baseball, there was a kid who got hit by a car right next to the field. And it was uh, he lived. It's it's okay. Oh, okay. He, he broke his leg, by, but he got hit by a car, terribly bad.
2: And, and the other team was
4: playing dirty. Well, Steve, what's fun? You know, so I was, you know, born and raised Catholic. I was going to Catholic school, and yeah. our team was praying for this kid. His name was Dale. Uh, and in the middle of like our prayers, I, it just popped into my head. I'm like, oh my god, we're gonna win this game because we're praying for him, <laughs> and God sees that we're praying for him, Didn't and we win.
0: No,
2: we lost like twenty to one. <laughs> You got smoked. I was you like, "Thanks God!" Because uh, the night before, yeah. you touched yourself in a filthy way. Yeah, it offset things a if little bit. If you think this you. makes up for what you were doing to yourself last night, you've got another day coming.
3: All right. So I had a feeling this would come, but yep. we have we have some stories. Tongue stories. Uh-huh. Some callers on All the right. line. So let's go to Sabrina. Hi, Sabrina. Good morning.
10: Hi. Good morning.
3: Hey, Sabrina. What's up?
10: Okay, so when I was four years old, I don't really have an explanation of why I did this, I was rollerblading around in my house. I had a pair of scissors in my mouth, and my
6: mom was...
3: What? What?
6: Why did you have scissors in your mouth?
3: (laughs) I still can't explain it. She has no
13: explanation. Oh, my
3: God. Oh, my
10: God. God. Okay. Um, But I did slip. And I fell, and I cut my tongue straight down the center.
2: Well, why didn't you have a shotgun shell in your head?
11: Yeah, right? Seriously?
7: <laughs> what the hell?
10: <laughs> I did. I, I had to go to the emergency room. I remember everything at four years old, um, spewing blood out um, on the kitchen sink. My mom's freaking out. My sister's had her Girl Scout troop there. Um, so I probably traumatized the people. <laughs> so, so, wait. You put nine stitches in my mouth. So, Sabrina,
2: when you have the night, so I, I, I keep always hearkening back to a Christmas story with the tongue wrapped up and the, all that stuff. Uh-huh. Did they do? Oh uh, yeah. Do they? Do they bandage it? That did they bandage it that way, or what do they do?
10: They pretty much just held um, a cloth around my mouth and bandaged it too away. Um, I,
3: again, I don't remember everything. Right. I do remember. I want to go back um, to the scissors in your yeah, mouth for I a can't. moment. Here, no, hang on a second. Are we talking like? Like little uh, kids' scissors, like you would use in kindergarten, yeah. or no,
10: they were they were like um, they weren't like meat scissors or like kitchen shears, but they right. were like standard scissors you would have to oh, like cut. Sure, cut and paper things. and so on. Yeah. Wow. Was about All right. So and was about twenty-five years ago,
3: I don't know how this didn't go down your throat. Yes, and kill you. <laughs> uh, what what yeah. did you? What did your face <laughs> land on? What? Uh...
10: I land straight on my butt. So when oh. my hands were in
2: my That's body. when the shotgun show went off. That's when right. boom, and that made her hands <laughs> Launched rolls. her up, and, and then she landed on yeah, the scissors. Yeah, right. My exactly. guess is when you fell down, uh, Sabrina, <laughs> the scissors were split and cut across. Yeah. The... Right? Okay. Oh,
10: they went oh. straight down the center.
2: Oh okay. wow, wow, wow! Nine please, stitches.
3: Please tell me to this day that your mother or your family members still give
2: you a hard time about this. Every
10: time. Okay. Yes, the yep. great Thanksgiving stories that never dies down.
2: <laughs> when your kids got fussy growing up, Preston, with your kids, would you occasionally put scissors in their mouths sure. just to calm oh, yeah. them down? Why not? Yeah. Yes. Or it's like the red dragon. I would pull the
3: penis and, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. Yeah. cut it off. I'll cut it <laughs> off. Oh <my> God. <laughs> Sabrina, that's insane. You were lucky to be alive. So did it affect your, your speech or anything like that?
10: Out. I'm perfect. Actually, they still make fun of me and tell me that the doctors told them that I would be quiet, and <laughs> I was not. Oh my no, God. not
1: stop talking. That's what they said though yes. too. That sometimes stitches in the tongue can affect the speech.
2: Yes, Deve- developmentally. I mean, with your your as you move along, because you have that,
1: or ju- I guess just maybe no. sounding a little bit different. I mean, not in her case no i I'm perfectly
2: fine I have a scar I yodel for us
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> can you still yodel
2: Wow!
3: thank you Sabrina that one's going to be tough to beat I appreciate it uh, <laughs> yeah. I think that the musculature I think it could change how you can you know right, how, how right. your tongue moves if you cut it bad enough but um
2: a life of porn ahead of you
3: man oh man alright let me go to Mike hi Mike good morning
2: good morning folks. how you doing
3: good what's up Mike
12: Hey, I it. When I was young, now this is uh, about 1967 maybe, I'm running down the steps, I trip, and I bit my tongue. My tongue was dangling to my chin. Oh, wow. Stop it. Blood was everywhere. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And my mom at this time, she was in the hospital. My grandmother was here, uh, taking care of us. Mm. My brother grabs me and says, look, well, you know, we got to go down and see grandma. She's in the basement. And I'm holding my
3: tongue. And, I, and my man... I'm oh, in the I, basement. They keep grandma in the basement. Go ahead. Yeah. I loosened my straps.
12: everywhere. And she didn't know what to do. Nobody uh, was home. No cell phones or anything. Okay. And it was nothing but absolute panic. Oh, my God. You know,
3: and blood was everywhere. So, so did, did grandma get you to the hospital? You know what we're going yeah, to we're gonna have to do. We're going to
2: have to let grandma out of the basement. <laughs> yeah.
0: she wasn't I'm alone. coming out! She
12: only went to the top step. And then... Yeah. Uh, but my dad was coaching baseball, so I had to get my dad, and then they take me. But they did tell me, my father told me that when they put me down to. to-, to- start work and numb my mouth and all it took four men to hold me down oh my uh, God. Yeah, so crazy.
2: what what is the what is the um what is the nerve and uh, vein and artery situation going Thanks, on in the Mike. tongue i don't know when marissa got
4: her tongue pierced what was that like uh hang on a second here. i'm not well versed in well uh... they,
2: yeah they
3: can pierce your tongue way.
4: and ahead. that enigma is that the, the uh the tattooed guy who had his tongue split some split, people yeah.
3: have their tongue split
4: yeah it's mm-hmm. pretty wild
10: Yeah, the tongue piercing thing was really nothing. They just kind of, like, clamped it, just like you would get your ear pierced, but it just is a lot more
2: But your tongue is very malleable, and um, so there's there's a lot of, obviously, musculature. So Mm. so that, to me, would probably warrant a little bit of knowing what you're doing. It,
10: like, swelled up immediately, but, like, that was it after... I, I (laughs) (laughs) I, I can't say the word, but I was like it. My mom's going to freak out. <laughs> it was Easter weekend when
4: I got it done. Um, in honor of Jesus. Wow. <laughs> it was funny that that guy said that his mom was in the hospital because when my brother uh, bit the hole in his tongue, my mom was in the hospital. She had just had, like, major, major back surgery. And we were going to visit her, like, maybe later that day or the next day, and they were saying, my dad was like, don't say anything about your brother's tongue. You know, don't say anything, don't say anything. And the first, first thing I said... Davey almost bit his tongue off, and they're like, we told you for an well, entire
2: day. That's why you should always keep a grandma in the basement. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Always just in case you keep need Keep one him. chained in the basement. You never know when you need them. Uh, let me
3: go to David he has an interesting story. Hi, David. Good morning.
14: Hey, good morning. Uh, what's the word? No, uh, we don't do that anymore. Are you sure? Do uh, oh, it. Um, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'll bring it back.
2: <laughs> we just you. did one. All right, David, all right. what's up? In honor right. of uh, Russia Hashanah.
14: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This weekend, we went to my family, my two-and-a-half-year-old, two-month-old, my wife and I go to a party at a lake house in Millville, New Jersey. And as soon as we get there, we open the car door. There's you know, four or five bees flying around, so we <laughs> lather the kids up in bug spray. We walk over. A party and my mother in law sees us, starts walking over, and she has a paper plate in one hand, and a sandwich and an Italian hoagie in the other. And I watch as she takes the sandwich and goes to take a bite, and a bee flies directly into her mouth. Oh and stings her tongue.
3: Oh, oh my God. Oh,
14: bees!
4: <laughs> 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 so, uh, you know,
3: she says, you know, I, I got stung by bee, got
14: stung by bee on my tongue, and she sticks her tongue out, and sure enough, the stinger is still... Oh. No! So
7: the bee has...
3: A, the bee has yeah. this little venom sac that will yeah, actually... Keep pumping. When, when, it, when it's pulled out of the bee's body, will stay and continue to pump that venom into into, into she, your so, whatever part of she, your body, she
2: had, she had an immediate her, uh, reaction. Oh,
14: immediate! And uh, she says, "Some you know, there's a hundred people there, and somebody says, Well you have to get, you have to get that sack or that stinger out.'" So her husband sticks his hand into her mouth yeah. and oh my God. Pull, pulls pulls the thing directly. You know, pulls the thing out. Oh. All of this is happening as I am holding my two and a half year old, who is is like shocked. He doesn't know what's going on. He yeah. just sees. Yeah. He just sees his grand freaking out, and he's he's not happy. But honestly,
2: okay. yeah, with those again, another case where it's better to keep your grandparents in the basement. Dave, did yeah. you have to,
14: did you have
5: to go to the hospital?
14: She did. She went to urgent care, yeah. and they gave her something. But uh, yeah, her her tongue was swollen pretty much right away, and yeah, could
3: you could like, that can uh, stop your breathing if it gets uh, yes, too swollen. Yeah. I would have she to imagine
2: that that especially if you get something introduced into your tongue, it's going to enter your bloodstream pretty quickly.
3: Yeah, she said it felt
14: like she had Novocaine and her, oh. her tongue
3: was going numb. Wow. Wow. I'm telling wow. you, wow, that's pretty messed up. Thanks, man. I uh, Not that long ago, earlier this season, I, I got stung by a wasp. Had not been stung by a bee, a wasp, or anything in ages, ages. Dear God, that hurt. <laughs> yeah. Really? Dear God, it got really? me on my shoulder. Oh, my ow. God. Yeah, at first I was like, damn it. And I'm like, ow. <laughs> it just started. it uh, that in your mouth, I can't even imagine how painful that would be.
2: No, I don't want to.
3: Uh, let's see. Let me go to... Man, we have a lot of stories here. Uh. Uh, I will go uh. next to Alicia. Hi, Alicia. You're on the air. Good morning.
11: Sorry to bother you guys at work. No, nah, we're good. What's up, Alicia? So,
3: I'm, an, I'm a registered nurse. And when my son was 18 months old, he's
11: 11 now. We had just bought a brand new uh, glass and he's running around, zipping around the house and I kept telling him to stop, like to slow down, not run. He's going to run into something. He smacked head first into this glass TV stand and um, so he's screaming, crying. I run over, I pick him up. I get him comforted enough, you know, to be able to look at what's going on. I'm expecting to see this huge goose egg on his forehead. Yep. No, no. He is leaning everywhere.
2: I can see straight to his skull. You can see straight to his skull? Uh, yes, I can see his Oh, we've skull. moved beyond the tongue now. Yes, we're now in skull territory. Okay. okay.
11: So I, like, grab what I can and talk about putting your test your, your skills to the test of being a mother and a nurse. And I, like, I was freaking out.
7: I'm
2: sure.
11: So, do that. I'm a nurse, but he's my kid.
2: Yeah, you kind of owe him the time, I guess. <laughs> you know, to close that gaping wound in the skull.
11: <laughs> hey, he's my
2: kid. You understand?
11: And I'm just like, uh, we're going to the ER right now. Meet me there. He's like, what happened? I'm like, oh, our son has a gash in his head that I can see his skull. No like, oh, man. Oh. And he just hangs up the phone. He's like, I'll be there.
2: <laughs> wow. Well, that's not a tongue in- injury. No. It's uh, it's uh, it's still pretty formidable. Yeah
11: he has
3: got this massive scar to this day. It's right between his eyes. <laughs> Nasty. All right, thank you, Alicia. Was yeah. she flying a plane? I think she was. <laughs> well, that's cool. I've split. Now I split my head open when I was a kid too. But uh, that's those are cool stuff. stories too. Yeah, those are good stories. Those remember. aren't tongue <laughs> stories. But no, this man. is more specific. We hate to be elitist, diving into uh, <laughs> Kathy and and the whole tongue thing. But uh, no, I can't. I'm wondering how was he as far as speaking goes like later that day
1: yeah it, later that day he was even okay once the swelling went down it wasn't um it really was not that bad okay um so all in all it ended up being you know
3: did they wrap it in gauze or anything?
1: No, nothing. Wow. Did they put no? a cast on it? Mean, because <laughs> by the time we sat... Can in... I
2: sign your tongue? They, they gave him a boot, Steve. <laughs> <They> <laughs> here, a boot here's a little, little cart for your tongue to be on when you walk around.
1: I yeah. mean, listen, the hospital is at, I wouldn't have doubted it. They were like, here, put this boot on his foot. Um, no, You're but...
2: lucky, our number one witch doctor's in town.
1: <laughs> he Once hmm. uh, the bleeding stopped like he was able to handle it he kept saying it felt weird he could feel that there was something wrong but um no i mean talking even you know he he couldn't have any anything spicy you know we gave some smoothies and things like that but, let's, was, get but yeah. Yeah. let's get some wings.
2: Here, some wings yeah let's get some wings let's get some homicide wings wash it down with some yeah. fresh lemonade and some poppers <laughs> yeah. pipe and hot coffee yeah. yeah
1: well no but anything like the, even juices and stuff they told us to yeah. stay sure. away the from citrus, the, yeah the, the citrus yeah the
2: attitude to stay away from juices uh uh-huh.
1: <laughs> (laughs) But he was, no, I mean, and he was really good about it. I was probably worse
3: than he was. Where was Dennis in all this?
1: He was there. He was was at the game. Yeah. I mean, we were in two separate cars. He was coaching the other team. (laughs) (laughs) Sweep his leg. I'm going to stay. I'm going (laughs) to stay and watch this.
3: (laughs) Wow, man. Well, that's, uh, that's. That that puts a damper in the weekend, no question. Yeah,
1: you know what? And I just I felt so bad. I was supposed to go out on Saturday night, and I didn't because Kathy I felt was so going to
3: surprise me and
2: show up at the Saint gig. <laughs> That's exactly the lie I would say oh, right. at like, even, I, I was going to come, <laughs> but I had a thing. She texted me and told me about it. I would like it. to see photographs of Jace's tongue to see if there was any damage. If there was any any, or anything ever. that
7: happened?
1: No. This, this is, is an incredibly
2: meticulously concocted story. No,
1: you know, I just you
2: notice it's a hospital she won't name. Yeah, yeah.
1: Never actually happened. Yeah, it never
2: actually happened.
1: No, I just, he was fine, but like, I just felt so bad leaving him.
3: Uh, no, I totally understand. I get it. Yeah. That's uh, that's a traumatic... That's one. That's a story for the rest of his life. Oh, yeah. Remember that time when I bit my tongue, Mom? Yeah. You know, or, I mean, or
2: you could see my skull. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Remember exactly. that? Isn't there supposed to be flesh on your skull? Wow.
3: Okay, well, hopefully he's... I mean, he's doing better. Yeah, that's he's fine. crazy that he's bounced back like that. Yep. I didn't realize tongues heal so quickly. I did not know that either. Or maybe he's a mutant. Maybe yeah, that's he might superpower. be... Super Wolverine. tongue. Well, yeah.
1: and if you talk to him, he does have superpowers. So okay. maybe that is it. It's
3: called the healing factor. <laughs> Yeah. Jace has. <laughs> right. Wow, interesting. Uh, speaking of uh, transformations, man, take a look at Julie. Oh, my what? God. Whoa. From our Totally Office calendar. She has already done Tara doing the. Uh uh, the makeup work from Dorney Park has transform, transformed her into a uh, crystal, I mean, a, uh, a sugar skull creature of yeah. sorts. I like it. The headdress yeah. is unbelievable. It's very um, uh, Festival of the Dead. Yeah, totally. Yeah, so uh, we're going to have her back on the on the uh, Halloween Haunted Hottie Cam this morning. And Alexa is currently getting done up. And they are here in conjunction with our Cream of the Scream stop. At the Halloween Haunt at Dorney Park, which is going to be on Friday, and I got passes to give away to join us for this event. We're uh, looking forward to seeing you down there. It is such a great time. And at the Cream of the Scream event this weekend, will be Casey and Steve, and who else going to be there? I'm not sure. But okay. what
2: more do you need? Yeah, a bunch. A bunch us. of us will be there.
3: <laughs> so anyhow, we'll take uh, let's take three callers right now. Two one five two six three WMMR. It is this Friday, and we'll be able to go. And it is from six to eight p.m. And, dude, we'll, we'll take you through the park, check out the rides, obviously all the haunted attractions and the creatures that are roaming. And they do these wild
2: shows Remember the trampoline show the, thing the trampoline they do? The trampoline show is, is, awesome. is kick-ass. But the fact that every every time you round a corner, there's something going on. There are these guys who run and they sort of slide on their knees. Yeah, they, they have, have the the like these plates. They have these plates on their, yeah, yeah. On their knees. And they, they come, come can, sliding up out of you. And it's no. noisy and it's, it's wonderful. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
4: Yeah, but also here's the deal. If your kids are scared of stuff like that, they you, you can get these necklaces. Yep. It's called a, a no boo, no boo necklace something like that, uh where a, keep away boo is what it says. <laughs>
3: uh
4: so Leave me alone boo. Leave boo. me alone boo. <laughs> so people won't come up and scare them. Uh, yeah. yeah,
3: exactly. So if they're if they're hesitant, they can uh they can get those as well. So 215-263-WMMR Haunted Mazes, Scare Zones. And uh, thrill rides, uh, and all new for 2019 is this thing called the Lair, and I will tell you about Uh-oh. that in a little while. You can go to DorneyPark.com/haunt for tickets and information. So let's get you on board and check our Hottie cam. We're going to take a break because we have a lot of guests on the program. We'll come back. We'll do the B file. We got Money Shark in just a couple of minutes as well, and then we'll begin our our, our guest cavalcade uh, that uh, is going to be working through today's show. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us.
10: Podcasters, I saved some cream of the screen passes just for you. If you would like the chance to join us at Dorney Park this Friday night, email your name, agent, phone number to podcast at WMMR.com. Quick turnaround on this one, so we'll email the winners by Thursday afternoon. Good luck, and thanks for listening.
3: Quickly, before we go to the B file, I wanted to uh, give a shout out. I had uh, my band played a gig over the weekend. A gentleman came up during the show and wanted to make sure that I knew that the Lower Marion Township Highway Department listens every single morning. He said, everybody loves our show. And the one thing I failed to get was his name while I was there. He probably told me, but I didn't write it down. Uh, But he wanted me to mention it 8 a.m. Monday. That was yesterday. We were off yesterday. So here I am Tuesday making sure we do that. So a shout out to the Marion Township Highway Department. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening every day. We do appreciate it.
2: You know what I always tell people when they come up? I just ask them to email the information so that it's in front of my face the next day. Yep. So the onus is on them because I know I will forget. Yep. And so it makes it easier. I remembered that one,
3: so I gotta yeah. wrote it down. All
2: right, got good. The info good for so. you. All right. Let's... While you're rocking
0: out, do the B-File. W M R WMMR presents Desire. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre file. All right, and
3: it is brought to you by Delaware Valley University. The Delaware Valley University Master's in Criminal Justice is 100% online. Apply now and start this spring. DelVal.edu slash CJ. An Oregon woman is under arrest after police say she shared bean dip with an extra ingredient. It had methamphetamine in it. Man. Yeah. That's new. Uh, Cassandra. Do you like the bean dip? Cassandra Medina Hernandez gave some of the meth-laced dip to a fellow employee in the deli of the grocery store where she worked. I don't know what it is about this bean dip, but
2: I want to strip off my clothes and piss in the filing cabinet.
3: The co-worker <laughs> began feeling ill, went to the hospital, and was told the dip might have been contaminated with meth. Might have been. At least one other employee might have eaten some of the dip as well, Deputy said, but they don't think that any customers did. So Medina, oh, that's good. Medina Hernandez was charged with unlawful delivery of methamphetamine, recklessly endangering another person and causing another person to ingest a controlled substance.
2: That's how you build up a loyal customer base, though. That's right. Yeah, get them hooked. I'm addicted to their Tunis Alley.
3: Love that bean dip.
2: <laughs> a California
3: man who legally changed his name to sexy vegan has been accused of sexually assaulting his dog and posting a video of the obscene act on uh-huh. social media. That's a bad vegan. The 37 year old suspect, born Hansel Marion de Bartolo III, was arrested on Thursday after detectives discovered the video of him. Two dogs were removed from Vegan's home when detectives served a search and uh, arrest warrant. Vegan pleaded not guilty to two misdemeanor charges. Police said Vegan was on probation for an unrelated charge at the time of his arrest, and he's being held in police custody on $35,000 bail. He faces up to a year in prison if found guilty. The suspect whose chosen name is actually tattooed on his face. Mm -hmm. Allegedly told arresting officers that his occupation was 2020 presidential candidate. Oh! But there's no record of him having filed with the Federal Election Committee. (laughs) Vegan made headlines, actually, in 2017 when he appeared on an episode of the Dr. Phil Show entitled... My brother changed his name to Sexy Vegan, wears Speedos in public, and is spending my mom's $11 million inheritance.
2: Oh Well, you know, during his first presidential debate, his opponent's going to bring up the dog banging. Maybe.
3: After his family lamented his unusual behavior, including a penchant for wearing skimpy outfits, this is on Dr. Phil, uh, dancing at inappropriate moments and carrying a full-length mirror around with him, Vegan was booted off the show for using excessive profanity, and in fact... Dr. Phil told the guest, don't let the door hit you in the ass. Wow, as he mo- as he moonwalked off the
0: set. Uh, I am a sexy, sassy bitch.
3: The host apologized for Vegan's childish and immature behavior. And in fact, Vegan returned to the show in March of 2018 and offered an apology. Uh, but he is in jail right now. Huh. Otherwise, his life seems to be pretty together. On track. A Georgia woman says she's terrified after a strange man slid into her car while she was pumping gas and allegedly tried to drive away. Listen to what she did, though. Gabrielle Halford says an unidentified male got into her car while she pumped gas Thursday morning. The car was turned off, and she had the keys in her hand. She said I was just standing here watching the gas pump, and all of a sudden I felt some motion in my car like it was swaying from side to side. Mm. I didn't know what it was, so I just happened to look, and there was a a man in my driver's seat. Halford said... That uh, she has a push-button start vehicle, and the man was trying to push the button to start the car. So she jumped into action, made sure he couldn't get away. She said, I took the gas nozzle, and I started spraying him with the gasoline. that's awesome. She said he eventually got out of my car and left. Uh, The would-be thief was in such a hurry, he left a shoe behind. Oh, like Cinderella. Yeah, police took it in as evidence. Uh, Halford said that uh, she was she was caught completely off guard by the alleged attempted crime. She's hoping the police can catch the suspect from a surveillance video that captured the incident. But he got out of there soon. She doused him in gasoline. That's man. your
2: new story, opioidarella.
3: I love it. A man suspected of stalking a woman and breaking the conditions of his restraining order was arrested Saturday morning following a two-hour search after he darted across Highway 101 into. The Petaluma Pumpkin Patch Corn Maze. Oh, oh man. <laughs> and he he eluded cops for two, two hours. hours while he was in the corn Those things maze. are tough.
1: They're,
7: they're really
1: yeah, hard. They're yeah. lost
7: in there.
3: Officers began looking for the man identified as Ryan Kenneth Watt when the police department was alerted. You can cheat by setting it on fire. That Watt had violated a restraining order, order that barred him from uh, talking to his former girlfriend. The woman who's involved in a stalking case against Watt told officers that Watt was sending her texts and calling her asking that she drop charges. Officers began looking for Watt, who was homeless at a local homeless encampment. Uh, Eventually, they found him at one of them. He ran from police and officers were not able to locate him. He then was seen fleeing across Highway 101 and into the Pumpkin Patch Corn Maze, which sits on about four acres. Officers set up a perimeter around the maze. And with uh, two three-person groups conducted a systematic search of the maze. A helicopter was brought in to help, though what could
2: not be found. Well, you would kind of uh, move yourself into the actual... Yeah, into the rose, Yeah, right, yeah.
3: So, so it was a corn maze. Yeah. Uh, so by oh, corn al- maize, yeah. almost 11 a.m., the helicopter was almost out of fuel, and officers were losing uh, confidence in their search. And it wasn't until an officer was exiting the maze that the officer spotted the chicken coop. <laughs> And decided to take a look inside, mm-hmm. and what was found inside the chicken coop, and arrested. Uh, all
7: activities. Sure, all right. The maze,
3: Maybe. absolutely. Uh, he was booked on suspicion of violating the restraining order. By the way, whether you're a, a
2: mom or an escape felon,
6: yeah, that's uh, Pierre Robert's hometown. Petaluma. Is it really? Yeah. Okay.
3: Was he around this weekend? Uh, good question. <laughs> Not sure. And then one last story: a pub landlord is believed to have set a new world record for the the largest gathering of Nigels in one place (laughs) in a last-ditch bid to stop the name from dying out. Nigel Smith came up with the idea in 2016 after no newborns were called Nigel that year.
2: No newborns?
3: Yeah. In response, response, a total of 432 Nigels from all over the world got together at the Fleece Inn in the UK for an evening of Nigel-themed refreshment and entertainment. Attendees brought photo ID and signed the book of Nigel. (laughs) to make a list for Guinness to verify their new record.
2: Wouldn't you, if you were that Nigel who drew everyone together, wouldn't you, once they were inside, blow it up <laughs> so you'd be the only Nigel in the world?
3: Nigel said it started as a laugh to get Nigels together. We were going extinct in 2019. There were no Nigels registered in 2016, so I thought it would be a good idea to get us all together. In the year I was born in 1963, there were over, over 5,000 Nigels mm. born, and it was peak Nigel.
2: Peak Nigel. He
3: said it was so ubiquitous and it became much maligned at school. I used to have the Mickey taken out of me, he says. Uh, I've got two children and none are called Nigel. I think names are cyclical and it's gone out of fashion. So he said, I put out a press release (coughs) to local media and since then it's gone viral around the U.K., I've been on two Australian and one New Zealand radio station. A total of 432 Nigels turned up. One Nigel from California happened to be in the UK and came out, and another traveled all the way over from Texas.
2: How many Prestons do you encounter in your? Very few. Trills. I probably
3: I, I I was hanging out with a Preston on uh, Saturday night huh. at the gig. He came out, but in my life, I've probably met five. Okay, and that's about okay. it. Maybe five or six oh. uh, total.
2: You need um, a a group of meeting.
3: But he said we're trying to get more Nigels into the world. A nine month old Nigel also came out. So the largest group of Nigel's ever. Magical. And what'd you do this weekend? All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you. All right. So a reminder: the word is view for Money Shark. You have until eight fifteen to enter that via the uh short code number four 45- five. 911. So get on that. If you haven't done of, of course you can also do it at the MMR mobile app and uh the uh contest page at WMMR.com. We do not want you to miss out on that. So go ahead and get on that right now. I want to give away uh some movie passes. Tonight we have a screening of Joker. Yeah. And it is at the AMC Nashamity 24. Doesn't hit theaters until Friday. Uh, we can take another three callers at 215-263-WMMR. We'll take the first three callers who can join us at the screening tonight. So give us a buzz. And we'll do some more giveaways with uh, Dorney Parker. are here this morning with our calendar girls, Alexa and Julie. It is our special haunted hottie cam. They're all done up for the Halloween haunted Dorney Park and our Cream of the Scream stops so we'll give away some more passes in a little while for that as well. We have a lot of guests on the show, and we're going to get to them when we return, starting with our buddy Mr. Skin. 20 years, the most iconic moments in celebrity nudity. It's a good list. The list is really, really good, and I think he nailed it, so we'll talk to him about that in a bit. Stay with us. We'll be right back.
5: Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Facebook, Twitter, you know, the usual places.
2: Steven Singer's Ready for Love diamond engagement rings are ready to go. Yeah. Whether your budget's 500 or $5,000, Steven has the perfect ring for you at the perfect price. Online at Stevensinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. IHateStevenSinger.com steven singer's ready for love diamond engagement rings are ready to go yeah. whether your budget's 500 or five thousand dollars steven has the perfect ring for you at the perfect price online at i hate or at the other corner of 8th and walnut in philly i hate
5: back with more of the preston and steve show podcast
3: By the way, I want to mention again that we have uh, two of our calendar girls here today, Alexa and Julie, although they look a tad bit different on our haunted, our our hottie cam this morning. It's the haunted hottie cam. They look great. Our friends from uh, Dorney Park are here and they have done up uh, the ladies in haunted makeup to promote Halloween Haunted Dorney Park and our first stop on the cream of the scream, And one of the new things they have at Dorney for 2019 is the lair and it says here as a description of the lair Journey into the catacombs and tombs of the most feared creatures of Transylvania to bear witness to the abomination of the children of the night. <laughs> and what you can see will scare you. Uh so what you can't see will haunt you. Friday and Saturday nights through November 2nd at Dorney Park. Just I,
0: fifteen yards from Chickies and Pete.
3: I will there is a Chickies and Pete, yeah, yeah, I love you, it. right? Yeah. So I will take callers uh twelve and thirteen at 215-263-WMMR, and you'll be able to go to the Cream of the Scream stop on Friday, this coming Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. You can stay as long as you want. Oh, yeah.
2: yeah, You, you will freaking love it. Yep, Trust but, me.
3: Uh, but we love, love, love Dorney Park and their haunted events, so let's get you on board with that. All right. Our next guest is ready to go, and he has compiled yet another impressive list. He <laughs> never
2: ceases to amaze I would say this list transcends not only the normal skin activities, yeah. but it is a... a it's from the pages of history. Ripped from the pages of history. Most definitely. And why do we always play this song when he comes on board? Oh, make me up. Because
3: uh, it's called Celebrity Skin. Yeah. That's why. And this is perfect for our guest. Please welcome our good friend, Mr. Skin, to the hey. program. Hey,
8: Steve, how you guys doing?
3: We're wonderful. And you, Mr. Skin?
8: Oh, real good. Real good. You know, I heard you with the horror thing just before I came on. I always love when it becomes October because... Uh, one of the things about horror movies, which we're going to see a ton of over the next uh, three or four weeks, is I always said like horror movies and nudity—it's like peanut butter and jelly. You know, <laughs> like yeah, there's there's always great nude scenes in horror movies. Well, so we're, d- we're going to see a lot of good stuff.
2: Are you going to do anything uh, based oh, on yeah. that? Because you know, uh,
8: oh yeah, we're, we're going to be all about it. Uh, uh, we'll have a ton of uh, the you know the best nudity from horror movies in a bunch of different angles. it really is—it's it's a fun time. Uh, scared uh, to be scared and to see nudity at the same time is fun. I,
3: I wonder where in the timeline that started. Like, what was the first horror movie of that genre to
2: actually have nudity? Believe in. it or not, and, and and Mr. Skin, you can probably validate this. It, it it goes way back to the earliest days of cinema. In fact, I think like the original Dracula was considered. there there are there are somewhat. There are nude shots of Faye Ray where you can see her clearly naked in the, in the original Prince of King Kong when she's wet. Uh, and then that's that brought in a thing called the Hayes Commission uh, yeah. later on, which which yeah. is right. So there yeah. there was nude. They were a little freer with nudity prior to the to the uh, to that. But, uh, yeah, you, you could go way back. Yeah, a lot and of find people
8: it. don't know um, that there actually was nudity in movies in the 20s and early 30s until the Hayes Commission came around, which was – it kind of put the kibosh on things from about 1934 to about 1960 here in the United States. Wow. Okay.
4: Um, All right, so maybe you can – and also before we get into this list, I want to talk about a a, a current movie because uh, there was a a little bit of a debate that I had had with somebody – about this movie, Hustlers, that has uh, Jennifer Lopez in it. Uh, I, I, as far as I know, she doesn't appear naked in it. Can you? Well, she,
8: there, I, I will say this: there is nudity in it, but it's not from the uh, the main people like Cardi B and J Lo and and all of them. But I will say, six minutes in, Jennifer Lopez is in a thong on stage, and technically, by Mister Skin standards and how we rate nudity, we don't consider a thong nudity, but i got to say, Jennifer Lopez in a thong is definitely worth checking out. But um, the critics weren't too kind to this movie. And um, uh, But there is a lot of, you know, there is background nudity. Uh, but they're not the main characters of the film. All
4: okay. right, so the person I was talking about had said that uh, J-Lo did appear naked in a movie. Uh, I think oh, yeah. Money Train, was that what it was? Yes,
8: great. Yeah, that person knows their nudity. And uh, remember she... Uh, became a she was like a fly girl and then before she was famous she's a great example of an actress who before she was famous did her uh best and and not quite only nudity but uh really her best stuff Uh, back in 1995 a movie with uh wesley snipes and uh about 54 minutes in she's topless with him and it's it's a really nice scene but nobody knew her at the time so it wasn't like a big deal but Mm. After that Grammy dress, she became very famous, and then uh, didn't really do anything nudity-wise uh, until this Hustlers. But looks pretty good. But again, if you consider a thong nudity, then
2: well, that that Grammy dress would actually go right in line with your list. You're going with uh, it's uh, Mister Skin's 20 most iconic moments in celeb nudity, and this isn't. This goes. <clears throat> there, there have been pivotal pop culture moments that have yeah. occurred that transcended. Just, you know, going through movies and looking for nude scenes. And uh, so you have 20 of them here. Which ones jump out at you? Because I I see some that... Yeah, uh,
8: I'll try to do the ones that you and your audience would be really familiar with. But I should point out we're doing this because this year, uh, 2019, is the 20th anniversary of the launch of MrSkin.com. So we were trying to think of a fun... Uh, You know, a fun thing to promote, and uh, we came up with this 20 most iconic moments in celeb nudity, which is, you know, something that was in the celebrity nudity world that really had cultural impact that changed things. We remember, you know, it had some star power and obviously also was, you know, had some good uh, quality of content. But a great example would be like number four of our top 20, which is uh, Halle Berry and Monsters Ball, that sex scene. And you say, well, why would that be in there? Well, a couple of reasons. One is, by far the greatest mainstream sex scene in movie history. I mean, this wasn't a Skinamax movie. This is a movie she won an Oscar yeah. for. Uh, if you don't mind the fact that Billy Bob Thornton's <laughs> nude in the scene, it's a really amazing scene. But
2: um, And it's, it's a good movie. It's a very good movie.
8: Oh, real good. Yeah. And here's the thing. Prior to Halle Berry and Monsters Ball in 2001, if you did a graphic sex scene or a really outrageous nude scene it kind of hurt your chances of winning an oscar and when she did this and won an oscar things kind of changed and you think of like natalie portman winning for black swan where she had that girl girl scene with mila kunis and Charlize theron's wild sex and nude scenes and monster so it was groundbreaking not only was it a great nude scene but it kind of made it so that Great sex and nudity wouldn't hurt your chances of winning. A well, and, but then
2: you have another case where you, you, you flip it over and there's Chloe Sevigny, who uh, and this is a fa- I remember when this happened. This yeah. this was this was national news that she yep. had performed in a mainstream movie. Uh, she had performed sex uh, on um, who's the director. Vincent Gallo. <laughs> Gallo. Yeah. Yes.
3: Orally. Yes. Orally. Graphically close up <laughs> yeah. in the movie. Yep. Right. And
8: this was at the Camp Film Fest. So we're not talking about, again, we're not talking about something you saw on, on you know, Pornhub or something. This was a real uh, movie where she committed the sex act, and um, obviously this was a big deal. Remember Roger Ebert and Vincent Gallo had a big uh, fight. He thought the movie was so horrible. But, it,
2: it, is a, it is a pretty terrible movie. Oh, but, it's but, so hard to watch, except
8: for that, <laughs> you know, the scene, obviously. But
2: let me, um, ask, let me ask you a question. Do you think this was, was this an attempt to see if you could port graphic sex over into real sex into mainstream films because now, it failed miserably.
8: I don't know what his intentions were, but since then we see more and more um, movies with real sex that, that are in mainstream films. You know, you think of those Nymphomaniac movies, Nine Songs. It's, it was very shocking and crazy, uh, because also Chloe Sevigny was, you know, she was an Oscar nominee, and she, you know, she wasn't a nobody.
2: No, she had a, she had an established career. She was a lauded actress, and right. and she has since said she she regrets she regrets it all.
8: Yeah. Um, well, I have read different things. Okay, but you're right. She I read one where she didn't wasn't too crazy that she did, and then others where she said she was proud of the movie. So what you know I don't know, but um, yeah. So since then, think about. What you see now on cable television and in, like I mentioned, some of these other movies where you see real sex in mainstream films, it kind of changed things. And that came in at number eight on our uh, top 20 most iconic moments in celeb nudity. You
2: know, another one that leaps out to me is Showgirls. Showgirls was a – Paul Verhoeven, I believe, was the director. Yep. Uh, And uh, this was a uh, – you know you had a a top cast – of established actors and actresses, you had yep. Elizabeth Berkley from Saved by the Bell, mm-hmm. uh, and um, so it was—it was just straight through nudity, and it was—it became sort of a kitsch classic.
8: Yeah, and it was—think about it—it it was an NC-17 movie. It had a huge budget. They did it, Verhoeven. You know, this was his follow-up to Basic Instinct, and I got to tell you. Uh, maybe the critics make fun of this movie, but it did over 100 million just in home Jeez. video rentals. Yeah. Uh, after it was in theaters, and it's still to this day one of the. It's still a fun movie to watch, and my gosh, the amount of nudity in Showgirls and. To see the things Elizabeth Berkeley did in that film, oh my God, it's, uh, if you go back and watch that, you can't believe that someone who was on Saved by the Bell <laughs> ended up doing those nude scenes. That came in at number uh, 12. Well,
2: the reference Basic Instinct, and that was sort of a seismic moment. Um, yeah, again, that
8: came in. A lot of people were wondering if, uh, when we launched this, if this would be number one. We have it at number three, but it's Sharon Stone's you know, famous leg cross scene in the Paul Verhoeven movie, and um, it's uh, you know I read once and I I got to believe this is true. It's the most paused moment in movie history: right. the leg cross scene from *Sharon Stone*
2: at the twenty seventh. I mean, it, it basically sold that movie. It was the big it was the big tease prior to it. You no, know, you had Michael Douglas, you had an established star, and the movie's actually pretty good. But the uh, uh, it's not great, but that was you know th-
8: oh my god yeah and it, well you know people ask me what's my favorite nude scene of all time and i always say it's phoebe cates in fast times of richmond high which by the way came in at number six on our mm. list but if you ask me what's the most famous nude scene of all time i'd have to say sharon stone's leg cross uh, scene think about how many times it's been parodied um yeah uh, you know, everyone who grew up in our era knows that scene i mean it's, yeah. it's it's amazing. So I really believe it's the most famous. Um, you can argue that, you know, Kate Winslet in Titanic um, was the most seen in a the theater yeah. uh, nude scene of all time. Uh, that, by the way, that came in at number 20 on our list. But I really think Sharon Stone at Lake Cross and Basic Instinct the most famous nude scene in the history of
3: movies um and you know so the phoebe cates and the and the the sharon stone definitely expected those to be on there but i i like that you added a few things that that i was surprised by and agree with and one of them would be uh the shower scene in the movie (laughs) porkies oh Um, my
7: god yes you
8: gotta have that in you know what you forget about porkies we all saw that comedy we all remember the uh shower scene we remember uh the you know the famous Quotes, uh, there's so much wool you could knit a sweater, which right. obviously in today's uh, shower scenes you would not say. But um, anyway, it, it, listen, this kicked off the whole teen sex comedy era of that 1982 to 1986, all those classic movies, because this movie. Spent eight weekends as number one at the box office. It, wow. it, it,
2: it defied it defied expectation. It was oh uh, Bob Clark, I believe, was the yeah. the director who directed A Christmas Story. Yeah.
8: Ralphie and his Red Ryder BB gun. The same guy, like, couple, you know, like a year later is doing that movie. So pretty crazy. But you know, you know what happens in cinema where if a genre comes out and it makes huge money, what happens? They have all those copycat movies. So. This one comes out later, much later in the year. Uh, Fast Times came out, and it was just a flood of Last American well, Virgin. Well, uh, American, American,
2: okay. American Pie yeah. is a hark American Pie was sort of an homage back to those movies.
8: Yeah, and you bring that up, which is number 16 on our list, is um, what was cool about American Pie, people forget, as much as we all probably know or like John Hughes movies, the problem with John Hughes movies is he took the teen sex comedy and made it, like, PG, and... We lost all those great nude scenes, yet they were good movies, but, like, you're not going to see boobies in Ferris Bueller's Day Off, right? So um, the what was so cool about American Pie is it revived the teen sex comedy. Um, it was 1999. It made a ton of money. Shan Elizabeth did that famous nude scene in the movie. And then there was the apple pie scene and everything else. So the raunchy teen sex comedy made a comeback in 1999 when American Pie was released. And that's number 16 on our list.
2: Now, there there are a couple of times here where we start to get into the the S&M and and that realm. And I remember one of the first forays into that that I can recall causing waves was nine and a half weeks.
8: Oh, yeah. Um, To me, that's. Still a classic, uh, nine and a half weeks. I I love it. You know, it's funny. There's not as much nudity in nine and a half weeks as you would think.
2: But there's but, but she's a submissive, it, and there's that famous exactly. refrigerator scene, right? Yeah,
8: and all those movies that came later, you know, the Fifty Shades and everything else, it, it, you know, owes it to this movie because this wasn't when this came out in the eighties, in nineteen eighty six. This was very shocking uh, because you just didn't see s&m stuff in in mainstream film you know and now it's a lot obviously with 50 shades it's a lot more common
2: and 50 shades is on the list and you also have some moments just in history at, at number one we might as well uh, yeah. is is janet jackson's wardrobe malfunction and that caused ripple effects throughout sure. our industry huge yep. huge ind- because that that forced a clamp down on fcc rules Yep. uh that, were, that they were sort of outlandish in their reach mm-hmm. but right. it it was yeah we we were the paying fines, dues on that one the yeah, fines the became guys, astronomical yeah. after yeah, that
8: yeah you guys know, you guys recognize the changes cuz all the radio guys were really affected by that so Janet Jackson's wardrobe malfunction is number 1 on our list and, and this so this is at Super Bowl 38 unexpected and a couple things about that it was before like DVRs were just starting so Very few people were recording this. It was before YouTube, before Facebook, before Twitter. And I got to say, in my history, it was the biggest day we ever had was the morning after the (laughs) Janet Jackson wardrobe malfunction because you couldn't go to any of those places to see it. It was like, wait, what just happened? Did I just see something? And then everyone was talking about it. So everyone wanted to see it. but. I at least had been out there for a few years where people know, knew if there was a celebrity nude scene, where would you go? So the next morning, it was like the biggest, mm-hmm. best day we ever had in our history. But um, what, another thing is that if you look at number 11 on our list, people forget that NYPD Blue, um, right before that happened at the Super Bowl, aired a nude scene with Charlotte Ross. That if you go back and look at it you guys would think you're watching like hbo and hmm. you can't believe this was on abc and once that janet jackson scene happened all of that got taken away there was no more uh abc nbc cbs nudity we were at, it almost was there like if we were almost to the point where that was going to be normal and then it got all wow. taken away, how, how, and the radio stuff too. How
3: long Jackson. before uh, Janet Jackson was at NYPD Blue? To, uh, NYPD Blue.
8: Um, it was. The, it was in 03, like late in 03, and then, um, or, or was in o3 and then the Janet Jackson thing happened, and then that level of nudity on yeah. television just got completely it, taken away. Did Janet,
3: has she ever said that that was planned? That's my question. Because wow. it clearly, it clearly it, was planned.
8: Yeah, it clearly was. I don't even think she needs to, I mean, yeah. I don't think he... They um, denied, they it, denied it. They yeah.
2: denied it.
8: Wow, they were covering their butt. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: So, yeah. Alright, yeah, so there's one on here that I, that I am not familiar with, and perhaps uh, you can uh, inform us. Jane Mansfield makes history. Oh, my God. When you have a
8: second, please go to the Jane Mansfield page at MrSkin.com because, number one, I, this is one of my favorite nude scenes of all time. you got to understand, Jane Mansfield, in 1963, when this movie Promises, Promises came out, was like a a Marilyn Monroe wannabe. Like, just not at, she obviously wasn't as famous as Marilyn Monroe, but she was like a, a poor man's Marilyn Monroe, and Remember, we were talking about the Hayes Commission, and they had just put the kibosh on nudity throughout the 30s, 40s, 50s, and then the 60s hit, and uh, Jane Mansfield, uh, Marilyn Monroe had a movie she attempted to do in 1963. It never came out where she was going to be nude, and it was going to be a big deal. It didn't happen, but then Jane Mansfield uh, said, well, wow, if Marilyn Monroe's going to do a nude scene, I've got to... you, it's such a great, such great nudity in this movie, Promises, Promises. And the significance of this, which is number fourteen on our list, is it was the first American mainstream film with nudity um, since the 1920s uh, and 30s early mm. 30s that's
2: yeah. pretty wild i I've, yeah. i i'm fascinated by jane mansfield uh, you know with mickey uh, haggerty and and haggerty, uh, yeah. yeah and uh, her whole life they they made a movie uh, uh, you know lonnie anderson and uh schwarzenegger played them yeah uh, in the deal but oh, yeah, i forgot about that one. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. all sorts of stuff in this yeah. and and of course you you there's something for everybody you have the, the the brokeback mountain is mentioned as well and all this is available on the website correct
8: yeah right Uh, this is all uh, at the front page of com. totally free if anyone wants to check it out. I was really uh, proud of my guys. They worked really hard on this. We've been uh, we even got a sponsor, which, uh, adult time, which is when, when, we get a sponsor for something, that's a big, moment. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. so, yeah, uh-huh.
2: yeah, I would imagine so it's, uh, it's
8: all good. It's fun. And uh, I think people really enjoy it. A, a trip down Mamory Lane. No. Sh- sure. And
2: course. by the way, there is the mail. There is the mail counterpart as well. You have for you both. Yeah. Uh, everybody gets there. Yeah. Com, Mr. We Man. Do
8: this at Mr. Man, but we do, uh, we do have some, uh, Male nude moments that were significant in the history of celebrity nudity. Well, right.
3: I I think you nailed this one. I agree with everything you have well, on thanks. this list. No, it was, I, it was
8: a nice lot job. of fun to put together, and you guys you guys obviously knew a lot of these, which is great. So, well, listen,
3: congratulations on twenty years, and uh, you know we'll we'll, here's we'll keep, to twenty more. Yeah, twenty more. Yeah, exactly. Twenty more. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. We'll talk to you soon, Mister Skin. Thanks a bunch. You got it, guys. All right, take care, Mister Skin. Got it, yeah. Man. And you can see the list on oh, MrSkin.com. dot It's it's spot on. I think.
2: Well, you. Remember, you know, it's it's it seems like it's less likely that something that happens of this nature will shock. It's just so yeah on we tap. Got- He's got some things like the
3: Crying Game, right. Brokeback Mountain. Uh, you know, there's uh, uh, there's uh, Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee. Then he goes through the sex tapes like Pamela Anderson, and lonely and and uh, Kardashian Car- sex tapes. You remember, his way up here. As how well. huge those were! Absolutely. All right. Speaking of huge, somebody's feeling pretty big right about now. It's Gina. Hi, Gina. Good morning. Good morning, Preston. Hi. Hi, Gina. Are you extra happy today?
9: Yes, I
3: am. And why would that be? Because I want
0: a thousand dollars. Money show
3: I... Gina is our winner for the eight o'clock hour. How about that? Uh Gina, may I ask in which way did you enter to win the contest? I
11: actually entered through the website.
3: You entered nice. through the website. Alright, you know what? You're also in the running for ten thousand dollars. When this whole thing is over, we're gonna have a ten thousand dollar winner. That Whoa. might be you. So it's it's the excitement still continues. All right, yeah, where are you from, by the way, Gina?
10: I'm from Pennsauken, New Jersey.
3: And what do you do for a living, may I ask, Gina? Uh,
9: I work for a. Um,
3: you don't have to a, say exactly what company, <laughs> but
9: I suddenly forget
11: what I do and I'm.
10: Oh,
2: well, don't me. worry about it. You can retire. You just want to Thousand dollars. Yeah, please. I'm going to say you're you're a paid assassin. <laughs> all right, and uh, you can take the day off. All right. Thank you. All right. A thousand dollars is a great way to start a Tuesday. Yeah.
3: Yes, it is. <laughs> all right. Congratulations, Gina. We'll get your information. Thank you for playing. Thank you for listening. We love you so much. And the winning's not over. That's just stop number one out yeah. of five for the course of the day. Next time, coming up at 11 a.m., you can get all the details at WMMR.com. And I urge that you go take a look as soon as you have a chance. We're going to break because we have uh, a number of guests who are going to be joining us when we return. We'll kick it off with Danica McKellar. Yeah. Uh, and don't forget that we have Alexa and Julie, our Halloween haunt at Dorney Park. We have our haunted hottie cam this morning. The ladies have been transformed. Take a look and see what we're talking about right now at
0: Prestonsteve.com. We'll be right back. The Preston and Steve show podcast. Wait, turn up the sound. Now, now, 93.3 now. WMMR. Now, now. Everything that rocks.
3: So, the Hallmark Channel uh, has it. become very, very popular over, and it's been a long time now, obviously, with their holiday specials, specifically Christmas. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, yeah, they're already starting to trickle out there, believe it or not. But some a new sensation that I've become aware of because i found my wife watching are these murder mystery stories yeah. that they now have on the Hallmark Channel. And uh, now there is the Matchmaker Mysteries, a killer engagement, which is coming out on Sunday on the Hallmark Channel. And it stars who has, I think, become the darling of the Hallmark Channel. She's awesome.
2: Nine Nine, Christmas films, nine Christmas films. And wow, I,
3: I love them all. Uh, and what's cool is this one has a little taste of Philadelphia in it. This particular uh, show does, so I am excited, and we are happy to because she's been here in our studio before, and we love her to death. Danica McKellar Yay! is on nice. the show. Hey, Danica. Hey, I, hey, hey. listen. So, what, number one, am I correct about that? There is a there is a Philadelphia connection uh, to your character, Angie Dove. Yes.
9: I do want to correct one thing, though, and that is that Hallmark has um, not just Hallmark Channel, but Hallmark Movies and Mysteries Channel. So it's a separate channel, and that's where they put all their mystery stuff. Thank you. Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. Yeah, no, no problem. They have so many great, fun um, mystery franchises now, and I'm so excited to be doing one for the first time.
2: You know what? I'm a complete sucker for all this stuff. I I love the Christmas movies. I used to hate them, and now I adore them. I don't know what the (laughs) hell happened. But uh, they, they, these things are you fun. Came to your senses. <laughs> right? Yes, I came to my senses. So the uh, and so explain the story. So you're you're basically you're a a matchmaker, and from what I understand, and yes, you're
9: right about Philadelphia. So I'm a matchmaker in Philadelphia. Um, I've been a successful matchmaker there for a while. And I recently started um, my own show called The Matchmaker with Angie Dove. That's my character's name, Angie Dove. Yes, He'll find you love. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, you'll see, and we actually have a really fun opening title sequence that not a lot of shows have anymore. Um, but we have this fun opening title sequence, and uh, Good. Philadelphia, Philadelphia is, is is front and center of it. So, so
2: uh, great. We- so a woman is murdered, <laughs> and, and and the the fiance yeah. is the prime suspect. Now he's the, he's okay, a yeah, client so of yours.
9: More than that. Exactly. So at the beginning of the show, um, we find out that one of the the couples that I've set, that I put together, um, Emma and Aaron, they're getting engaged. So, yay, big success. We go to the engagement party, and unfortunately, Emma ends up getting murdered. So because of some circumstantial evidence, Aaron is the number one prime suspect, and I am convinced, as the person who brought these two people together, I know that he didn't do it. And um, because I'm a matchmaker and I specialize in... Human behavior and understanding people and making observations, it actually puts me in a pretty good position to investigate this myself, much to the chagrin of the detective on the case, uh, Kyle Carter, played by Victor Webster, who doesn't want me to have anything to do with it. But now, my, what now, I love about Angie Dove is, is like the buoyancy. She's just so – my character is so enthusiastic and, and, and determined, and she will not be deterred no matter what. It's great.
2: Now, is this the beginning of a, uh, is this the beginning of an ongoing character?
9: It is so. We've got one movie this year. Um, we're slated to do three next year. What they do, what Hallmark Movies and Mysteries does is they typically do about three a year for um, one, after the first one airs. Then they'll do like three a year for the ones that are going to uh, continue, which we're told that ours will be. So. so,
2: so I've seen a couple of these, and they 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 they're, tonally there there are similarities with the the holiday stuff, but but I mean, in they get a little darker as you would imagine when there's murders involved, but they're they're more on the order of like Agatha Christie as opposed to Quentin Tarantino, exactly. right?
9: Yes, yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. It's I think I believe the log line is mysteries the Hallmark way. So it's not it doesn't get too dark. I mean, yes, someone's murdered, so obviously it's got that element to it. And there are a couple moments where things are a little bit sad, but it's really uh it's, it's a little more upbeat. And in, in fact, it's more of an upbeat murder, murder story.
2: <laughs> well, you know what I like in this, too? Because I, I still watch and I'll record the old Columbo's because Columbo, to oh, me,
7: yes.
2: they were always, you know, no matter what, they will suck you in because you want to figure out who, who it was, how it was done, mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. So things that yes, yes. Are, are on this level are right in my wheelhouse.
9: You know, me too. Uh, look, you know me. I love math and solving puzzles. To me, math is a puzzle. Yes. And I'm sure I've talked many times with you guys about my math books at McKellarMath.com. Yes. I've written them from kids ages 0 to 16. I love math. I've, I've always loved solving things and figuring things out. And so for that reason alone, even, uh, this role has been extra fun to play so far because it's just, it's, I guess, to figure stuff out. Plus, I'm an executive producer on it. So I've actually been oh. on for over a year, and I helped to craft. The mystery and helped to like I added one of the red herrings and I, I named Angie Dove and you know, <laughs> it's been uh, it's been a, just so fun to, to be involved um, I, for a while and really get to develop it.
3: I love whodunits and I'm going to bring in some geekiness into my world and since you love uh, puzzles and, and figuring things out have you ever done escape rooms before Danica because my yes, family and I'm I are totally nice. hooked on them.
9: We love escape rooms.
2: I've probably done 15 escape rooms. Oh, there you go. She's right. She's it. you. She's oh, This her. is why we love her. So, I knew it.
3: And listen, <laughs> I, I just want to point this out too. I'm I'm so glad that you have continued to having an acting career because I would hate to have been sitting around with old friends and going, you guys remember that Winnie Cooper? Whatever <laughs> happened to her? <laughs> You know, because it was such an iconic, wonderful character, and such an innocent, you know, uh, show about kids growing up, and and now we can still see you, and I think yeah. it's an awesome thing.
9: Well, thank you. And you know, what's funny is that I really believe that because of all the nostalgia surrounding the Wonder Years, it's part of what's made me successful on uh, successful on Hallmark, uh, first Hallmark Channel, now Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. Hopefully, um, is that it because these channels and the Hallmark. It's kind of all about nostalgia, especially the romance movies on Hallmark Channel. It, it, you know, there's, there's, I bring extra nostalgia to the table just by having been on The Wonder Years. And I feel like that really adds something for the audience. And I love the fact that, that I can help people feel really good, especially around the holidays. Um, it's so special. And I'm really, I feel so grateful to to found this uh, channel and yeah. to have had such a great relationship with it. And you, your numbers were slightly off about the movies i just have to because i'm a numbers girl i've done five christmas movies for hallmark but this is my 11th movie for them overall oh
2: okay see so right. you, you just can't trust uh wikipedia
9: yeah <laughs> so, oh my goodness but i, I also want to mention i'm um, speaking of loving puzzles and things i have created uh instagram facebook and twitter for matchmaker mysteries show all, all right instagram and twitter is Instagram and Facebook is at Matchmaker Mysteries, and on Twitter it's Match Mysteries because they don't allow as many characters. (laughs) And I do, I do, I do games where people can win things. So so far it's been all about like a scavenger hunt, going through the feed at the pictures that have already posted um, on those accounts. And soon it'll be about the movies. You've got to watch the movie this Sunday, and then you can answer questions and win autograph pictures and swag matchmaker mystery is swag so it's been it's been a lot of fun being a game master
6: are you still doing the uh, palindromes every week
9: no i'm not i gave that up finally i well i didn't give it up. i passed it off um to someone else who's doing it it just was like every month you know, i did it for eight years every month you know, oh, all right, palindromes for the month. Oh, my goodness. When am I going to do that? And it became a thing that it was just too much to keep up. So, of course, now I've
7: replaced
6: it with matchmaker
9: mysteries games. Gotcha. Which yeah. are not as time-consuming. Well,
6: yeah, I imagine, I mean, even even though numbers are infinite, that you would run out of uh, viable palindromes after a certain amount of time. <laughs> I, my son is in seventh grade, and, and I was helping him with his math homework not that long ago. I was pretty proud of myself because I was able to do long division, even though I haven't done it in, in quite some time. I'm wondering, you know, with your math brain, what do you – do to keep it active to, to, to you know to work it out
9: well i mean i'm writing math books still i've got um one coming out in november those for little kids uh, but the one that comes out next year is uh about is is multiplication and division and it's just crafting ways of teaching these things in a way because look math can be scary right coming up with ways to make it accessible and and fun at the same time actually takes quite a bit of brain power because it's not easy to do sometimes
2: well <laughs> so. i i think and i i think i know because i i was looking at some of the titles of things you had worked on on a more scholarly level and i couldn't even i couldn't even fathom just by the title what it, it pertained to so i think uh, probably nick what you're saying is because you certainly have this other level you know where you you're a, a sort of a research mathematician do you do anything right. on that level as well
9: no, I mean, look, I'm a mom. I write math for kids.
2: <laughs> yeah. I, You've got I, enough. I
9: write movies. I do movies that now I'm executive producing as well, so we're all these writer meetings and stuff, and there's just so many hours in the day, and I really want to be an involved mom. He's nine, and I just I love my child. Today.
4: I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm a father of three. <laughs> so all three of my kids oh, are, yeah. are in honors math, and uh, they, they have officially <laughs> gotten to a point in their um, – in, in their schooling, where I can't help them anymore, and I was actually pretty decent at math, but uh, now now they're asking yeah, me questions. So. I'm like, you know what? Uh, ask your brother.
9: Yeah, if you don't if you don't practice it all the time, you you lose it. So for me, yeah my my best my best um, trick is just writing math books <laughs> to keep up my brain, and then solving mysteries on TV. So
2: well, nice. looking forward to it. I I love this stuff. I love all the Christmas stuff. Uh, I'm a big sucker for Thank it. You. So keep it coming. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, I'll
9: be Tweeting, so see you guys uh, live tweeting Sunday night at nine o'clock Eastern, uh, eight o'clock Central, and I'll be live tweeting Matchmaker Mysteries on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries.
3: All right, Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. Thank you, Danica McKellar. Matchmaker Mysteries. Thank you. We'll talk to you soon, and a killer engagement. Is what's that called? So Sunday at uh the the sixth at nine. I'm
2: Detective Grissom. <laughs> they're, 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 all, they're all like that. You know, know everybody's know. impossibly good looking. I'm sure even the corpse will look good. She could be the perfect woman. Well, she's wonderful. In the world. Yeah.
3: She's just phenomenal. She's a sweetheart. She's beautiful. She's smart. She's uh talented. She's got everything. Wow. Uh so listen, to get yourself ready for that, because that's on Sunday night, don't forget to watch wrestling tomorrow night yeah! on USA. <laughs> Good. That's a transition Had had to make a segue here Uh, Our next guest is going to be on the NXT season premiere Tomorrow night, 8 o'clock on USA Network And he's got local ties He's from Lancaster, PA I want to hear this Absolutely Please welcome Adam Cole To the show this morning Hey, Adam Guys, how is it going? What an intro! Thank you. <laughs> now we try. We had to, well we, deserved. I might have. We, we had to. We had to That's switch funny. gears a little bit there. We were talking about Hallmark movies, and uh, and now we <laughs> go to wrestling. But no, dude. So listen, you're from Lancaster. I am. I am born and raised. No kidding. How, uh, wh- yeah. how did you get into the world of wrestling coming out of there? So.
13: Man, I, I was just fascinated by it. Like when I was um, – I, I won't make the story too long, but when I was nine years old, I took karate lessons. Long story short, my instructor, I got there early one day, and he was watching Kane and Stone Cold Steve Austin <laughs> with Paul Bearer in a sewer. Yeah. yeah. And, and he asked me, he goes, oh, do you watch wrestling? I said, yeah, all the time. But in reality, I was just trying to fit in with him so badly I would never seen it before in my life. Yeah uh he let me borrow a tape of wrestlemania 15 in philadelphia the first ever rock versus stone cold steve austin and from that point on i was hooked as a fan for life i said i gotta get involved in this
2: you know it's wild that this this is this has gone through decades of popularity and now i you know the wwe is going to be on fox uh and it's it, it, it the the jump around and you know It's funny how I I think it's never been more popular. I mean, there were ways like back with Hulk Hogan and so on and so forth. But now I I think it's it's gone through its ninth rebirth. And and, uh, with the with the plots and and the presentation uh, for you to be part of this juggernaut, uh, what does that mean to you?
13: I mean, it's huge because exactly what you just said, like when I first got into wrestling 11 years ago, it definitely wasn't as popular or as hot as it is right now. I I totally agree with you. I feel like across the board, people are more interested, invested in wrestling, which is great for me because I've been someone, again, since I was nine years old who's just – eat sleeps and breathe this (laughs) So the fact that more people are 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 so involved just makes the job so much more fun it's really really cool
3: Uh, now adam in in uh, coming up and creating your your persona your character whatever it may be did you or did anyone ever flirt with your background from lancaster (laughs) and want to make you the amish wrestler or anything like that (laughs) It would be ridiculous, no. but you know.
13: <laughs> but no? no, no, that's never. Well, because the truth is that they've already done an, an Amish character. So Real. you know, they were like the Iron
2: Sheik. Yeah, he was Amish. People don't know that. Uh, let me ask you, because I, 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 and I've been seeing some people talk about this, and and yeah. you know, there they, they used to be that the more the, the more flamboyant costumes, and and the more. Um, uh, cartoonish um, characters, sure. personas. Do you see them starting to reintegrate themselves, th- those characters back into the storylines? Or or can you go back there because there's been more of a sort of reality show vibe to a lot of what's going on?
13: Yeah. So I, I actually think it's a combination of the two. I, I think certainly in, in many aspects because of the popularity of MMA and things like that, some things have gotten uh, more serious, more straightforward, but at the same time, there kind of has been a resurgence of like more exotic characters in a lot of ways, and I think I think the reason for this is people now in 2019 have such a better understanding of what pro wrestling is, and because they know what it is, it's easier for them to accept the the out of control, wild characters that, that only pro wrestling can present. You know, so at the same time, you have really legitimate tough guys, guys with great athletic backgrounds, but then you also have really, really great fun characters that people can get lost in as well. So I personally dig it so much right now because you get such a good combination of the two. Well, I was
2: reading an article that was talking about the synergy between uh, this and, and just dissecting different types of pop culture and the importance of Marvel. Uh, the Marvel movies. And I would assume that, that, you know, these are heroes. These are, these are costumed heroes and and the X-Men and so on and so forth. Uh, these, these would port easily into wrestling personas. Sure. Sure. 100%.
13: Yeah. Yeah. People just really, they do enjoy characters that they can latch on to.
3: So, Hey, what's it like, uh, when, when you first come up and and you start to see yourself in in the, in the, the show, uh, the you know the big times everybody works their ways up in, in in smaller leagues and eventually gets there the the ones that do when you eventually when you make it to the show and you start meeting these veterans these guys have been around for a while how how do they treat the rookies
13: hey, I'll tell you what and honest to God it's it's not as entertaining but they have been fantastic yeah uh, like like I I've met guys like Stone Cold Steve Austin. I see Sean Michaels all the time, and they are just absolutely incredible. Like they're so willing and ready to share the knowledge or the experience that they've had. Uh, very open to the idea that a new generation is coming in, and they mm. want to help get them ready as much as possible. Uh, so, yeah, just incredibly helpful. We've had it a Actually, load- has
2: made it. Yeah, we've had okay. a lot of those guys – no, we have a, uh, We always have wrestlers in when they're uh, you know, able yeah. to come into the studio, and they're always charismatic and cool and fan-friendly, and it's something we always talk about. We always say this, and it's it's something that people might get sick of us saying, but the truth of the matter is, is that we'll wear you down. If you've never been to one of these events, um, you can't imagine what it's like. It, it's really – it's it's high theater um, with a whole degree of athleticism. Are there people that are, are close to you, uh, Adam, who know what you do, who still are, you know, refuse to go see – it live. You're still trying to whittle away at them to convince them to go check it out.
13: No, I've actually had a fair amount of people now who who aren't necessarily wrestling fans or people who watch it all the time, but specifically, I've had them come to NXT events. Yeah. and they leave going, "That was awesome! Uh, not only for the athleticism and and the entertainment factor, but the fans are so passionate there." And just literally screaming at the top of their lungs for two, three hours, <laughs> you can't help you can't help but get lost in it. You so, know, so, so it, it's such a cool thing.
2: Your, your 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 event The event tomorrow night. Who are you facing off against?
13: So I'm defending my NXT Championship against Matt Riddle. Uh, this guy used to fight in the UFC. He's really, really good. I'm better. He's really, really good. Uh, <laughs> but, but it should be an epic contest tomorrow night. I can promise you that.
3: Nice. What's it like having an action figure and being in a video game and so forth? Are uh-huh. these things still pretty surreal?
13: Yeah, very much so. Uh, the video game thing is so cool because I'm a massive video game fan myself. So, so to see myself in a video game is so cool. Now- the action figure thing... Oh, go ahead.
3: I was going to say, and I'll ask about the action figure thing, but in the video game, have you played it and do indeed you play your own character?
13: So I have played as myself one time. (laughs) One time. And and I lost. I lost as myself. Okay. It was a a tough pill to swallow. All right. But, uh, (laughs)
3: <laughs> but but you were going to comment on the action figure?
13: Yeah, yeah. The action figure thing is just so cool for me with, like, you know, having little nieces and nephews who Aww. love action figures and playing with them. And them looking at the action figure and looking at you, and they can't believe that, that I'm the action figure. That makes it, like, the coolest thing in the world to
2: me. How many so. passes do you get? Do you get, do you get a, uh, a, a right of uh, uh, approval on that? Uh, do they have to run the images by you, or is it out of your hands?
13: Yeah, so lots of times, you know, I'll get scanned, and and they'll show it to me beforehand and stuff, and everything that I've seen so far has just been fantastic. Everything these guys guys and girls come up with as far as making these action figures are always so cool – um, and, and at this point, yeah, it's just absolutely surreal to see myself as a figure.
2: Yeah, we had we had bobbleheads done of us, and Preston was uh, sure he looked like Joey Fatone, I mean, in yep. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just all sorts of bald, which I am. But it was it was it's crazy. But yeah, it, it's a hey, weird thing awesome. to see yourself miniaturized like that. Yep,
13: it is. It is. It's surreal.
3: Nice. Well, listen. Good luck with uh, with everything. The the season premiere is tomorrow night, eight o'clock on USA, and you will see. Adam Cole. Adam, thanks for coming on the program, man. Hey, thank you very much for having
2: me. All right, yeah. take care, man. Adam yeah. Cole, guys. Yes. Nice, nice guy.
3: I love it, man. Very cool. So, um, hey, we have a uh, couple of minutes to play just with you, case, just a couple. Just a couple? I may as well bring up something uh, on the positive side of things. Oh, good. Uh Nick had actually sent me this article, and it's something that may do some good to you. Is this one of uh, Preston's Heroes? Uh, Sure. <laughs> Nick's our hero today because wow. he sent me the article. Well, the, thank hits, you, Nick. He hit send. Not mm. all
6: heroes wear walking boots. No, they and just... then Nick hit send.
3: Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was an article about how... Is this... Oh, hero! it is. We could be Nick. If
2: only for one day.
3: Apparently, the simple act of saying thank you... Uh, is going to do you some do you personally some good okay okay so to to read the article here, saying thank you should express what people the people mean, not just politeness to which they give little attention, according to a neuroscientist, when that is the real expression, people who say it will be happier and healthier. The practice of expressing gratitude is not something new in humanity, and those who do it honestly reap true benefits, so simply by being thankful. You can do yourself some good uh, health. There are health benefits.
2: I'm acutely too. aware of manners and people saying, you know, uh, thank you in certain situations, a door held open, or th- things like that. So I, I can. It makes me feel better to say thank you and acknowledge someone's kind gesture or civility. And I will. I will actually give you three
3: uh, ways that will uh, that will help you become more grateful in okay. case you're not a grateful person. <laughs> in case you're a, 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 a prick, a selfish bastard, son of a bitch. A
2: miserable piece of crap.
3: (laughs) So they did studies at the University of California at Davis, and all participants were divided into three groups and got different tasks. The first group was asked to keep a daily journal of things that happened during the week for which they were grateful. The second group was asked to write down daily irritations or events that had displeased them. Oh, no. The third group was asked to write down daily events and situations with no emphasis on either negative or positive emotional attachment. Just meandering nonsense? I guess so. So the study Some lasted. tastes good. The, the study lasted for 10 weeks. And at the end, each group was asked to record how they felt generally and physically about life. And the reports of the Gratitude Group were more optimistic and positive about their lives than the other two groups. Additionally, the Gratitude Group reported fewer visits to a doctor mm. and was more physically active than those who wrote only about their negative experiences.
2: Did they report being able to counteract the effects of constipation? Uh, <laughs> you know, that was a, a side effect they had not expected. My bowel movements have been extraordinary. Right. Since I've acknowledged what I'm thankful for.
3: Since you say thankful and, yes. you, and you are
2: actually grateful.
3: I can't stop crapping. You poop like the wind. In another research.
2: Patrick's Tracy song? Uh,
3: no, like that's the wind. She's Like the Wind. Oh, sorry. Uh, in another uh, research, the focus was on the physical effects of the gratitude behavior. According hmm. to this study, feeling positive and grateful can improve sleeping quality ah. and reduce feelings of depression and anxiety. What's more, higher gratitude correlates to better moods and less inflammation and fatigue, reducing the risk of heart failure even for vulnerable people. So do you do any sort
2: of affirmation during the day? Do you do any sort of
3: No. Do you do I do it so- at night. Yeah.
2: I try to do
6: three things that I was grateful for for the day at night before okay. I go to bed. And it's uh it's helpful. While That's you're all- laying in bed, do you yeah. as you're on your way to bed? Okay. Yeah, when you when you're laying in bed, it's something my girlfriend introduced me to and it's a way to reflect on uh, the positives and not focus on the negatives because I think we all sort of fall down that rabbit hole of, of dwelling in negative uh, at any point, but especially when
3: you're in bed at night. It's easy I to do I wish I could do that because that's... It takes effort. To be honest, that's when the negative thoughts come. Yeah. yeah but, but it Right take, before I go to bed. Yeah. Killer, s- Preston. Killer. It sucks, man. It, yeah. I
6: swear to God, it, it takes serious effort because I'm the same way. But if you write them down or you take the time to deliberately do that, it's, it's like that breathing exercise you guys have done to, in order to get to sleep. It's a conscious effort
3: because I think otherwise my mind slides into the negative. You know what I will do? So this, this is what I, I do to counteract the bad thoughts that come as I'm, and it's usually as I'm drifting off to sleep. And I've told Casey this before, and I haven't done it in a while because of my shoulder injury, but I will go over the last round of golf that I played stroke by stroke and just relive those moments, and it kind of distracts me from that. And usually it's a pleasant thought. Even if I played poorly, I, I love the game so much. So you're
2: just laying in bed stroking away.
3: Of stroke <laughs> after stroke. Usually somewhere. asleep in the low 80 strokes. Um, God damn that was a good round. If I'm lucky I can get off with a hole
2: in one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so that you. a pleasant experience remembered helps put you in a in in the zone well it distracts me from that i mean i would like to be
3: able to uh to consider positive things that happen through the day that'd be a really really good really good exercise
2: i I, in the morning i tend to in my mind you know again again my mother i watched my mother when she was sick Mm. very sick compartmentalize and be able to say okay there's this which is bad but there's this which is good this is good. And she to watch someone do that at the level of illness she had... That's a special person. Kinda, yeah, kind of set the bar for me. So I'm, I'm like, ah, really? I can't complain. You would hope that it wouldn't take getting to that point. You know, yep, like we yep. had the doctor on
6: last week who, who was near death five times and developed a cure for his own illness and all that. Like, that's such an extreme. Yeah. You would ha- hope that it wouldn't have to get to that level of
2: life for you to appreciate life. Also learn to forgive yourself for not being able to always... Yeah. You know, not be able to do that. You know, we're all human. All right, except for those of us who are not and are actually (laughs) from the future. Right, cyborgs. All right,
3: three steps to becoming more
2: grateful. Okay. All right, three steps. Here we go. Three steps
3: for becoming more grateful. Number one, keep a daily journal. I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. (laughs) Come on, man. That's work. Who's got time for that? Oh, you got to
2: work. Why do not you just recite it to Alexa?
3: Number one, keep a daily journal of things you are grateful for. At least three things. There you go. Three right. things.
2: Well, I'm grateful for not having to fill out a journal. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, listen. If you got to write three things down, that's not that bad. Right. I mean, a journal. I'm thinking you're writing more of like <laughs> right. a novel, like if, everything you every, thought. Of if that you ever
2: day. see in Days of Yore when they would sit there with a quill and an ink. <laughs> You know, today I try. I had to trap a a, a lion. All these, three. come on.
3: <laughs> it
1: seems very childish
3: to write that stuff down. Yeah, I mean, to your memoirs, or, yeah.
1: Like that's something that you know you would you would say to your kids. Well, why don't we think about you know three things that made us happy today? Yeah, it
4: yeah. seems like this is these are gr- maybe a great steps for people who are just aren't aren't grateful people.
3: Uh, Well, that's what it is. Three steps to becoming more grateful. Yeah, Or just grateful in general. I'd be grateful if
2: you shut up.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. No, I'm kidding. Uh, So the best time to do it, it says, is in the morning or at night before you sleep. Okay. Uh, So three things. But yeah, you know what, Kathy, though, although it seems childish to write down what you did for the day, I I I only saw a little bit of this. I'm going to go back and watch the rest of it. But essentially talking about human memory and how bad it really is. Yeah, it helps you. And that if you (sighs) write stuff down then you uh, you can at least have proof that yes indeed you did do this even though you may not remember but it may help reinforce your memory a little bit i kept a
1: no i kept a a small journal on a vacation that i went on years ago i was in college and i recently found it and read through it and i was like i don't remember any of this
2: happening My, my dad has for decades for decades, I don't know, if, maybe even all the way back to when you know, like World War II, has kept a daily journal of things that he's done, and it can be just like five or six things that occurred during the day, or four, three things, or whatever. Uh, not a, an elaborate, you know, and I felt in my core, he, <laughs> none, but just a sort of a chronicle of things that happened. Right. That, that's an astonishing amount of in, of invested time.
3: I'm sorry, I just saw Texas says I'm grateful that my kids. Never rollerbladed with scissors in their mouths. Yeah. Seriously. What
7: the
1: hell?
3: Yeah. Was I heard a woman that? call earlier this morning that had an accident. That's crazy. Rollerblading while scissors, scissors were in her mouth. At four years old. At four years old. Okay, so here's number two. Uh the second step to becoming more grateful. Make an effort to tell people in your environment what you appreciate about them
2: daily. Isn't that a bit much? <laughs> so what you're saying is tell. Your coworkers, if you think they're hot, every day.
7: <laughs>
3: no, that's not what
2: it You look really good today. You might no, have a You job. totally misunderstood.
3: <laughs> Does it mean telling every single person in your environment what you appreciate <laughs> about them
2: every day? And that's your whole day. Because you know, you know, it's going to happen. <laughs> they're going to be avoiding you in the hallways. Oh, Jesus, he's going can on. I hug you? Yeah, yeah. Can I hug you? You brought me that paper early it was uh-huh thank you for making coffee yeah. Steve. did you see
4: the movie late night with um Mindy Kaling yet no is it good uh, yeah it's all right but like she uh you know gets this job and she's so grateful for this job that she does that and every single time she talks she has you know she's she's got a, a prelude of yeah uh, well before I get to that let me just tell you I love being here and and it It gets annoying.
1: It it
2: wears down. Yeah, yeah. I can.
1: Well, does it mean saying just like as simple as saying "thank you for making the coffee"? I don't know. Instead of ignoring that the person makes it every day, a little more more general,
6: and I think it's like maybe one or two a day, and a variety. of I'm hoping it's that. Yes, (laughs) it's not. I'm hoping it's that.
2: No, I can refine it down. Go through the names in your phone's contacts. Right. (laughs) hit yeah. everyone and call each one god i gotta do so again. i just have to say the uh the hvac work you did was extraordinary <laughs> i love it and i love you i love the person you are i Who appreciate
1: you. i'm not really sure yeah. which mike this is but thank yeah. you
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> all right and the- i hate that when you when you have multiple people and you didn't bother to put the last names in and you know call call mike which, Mike, as you're right. driving along and there's seven <laughs> pop up on the screen? Oh, no. Yeah. All right. One last tip
3: for becoming more grateful, which in, tu- in turn will make you healthier. All okay. right. And uh, wealthier and wise. When you look about your accomplishments, give yourself a moment to think about quality that you like about yourself or something recently achieved.
2: The uh, Though we're having fun with this. These are all um, yeah. very good things. Uh, uh, and obviously... It's okay to appreciate yourself now and then. What happens is when it runs amok when you're yeah. like, "Holy, I am so awesome, I'm amazing." Yeah, I know. I know. Who really thinks they're awesome though? No. Well, that's oh, doesn't okay. everybody hate themselves?
3: No. No. Well, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> the no case. Yeah, listen. I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah. You can be <laughs> so, critical <laughs> of yourself. <laughs> yeah. But it's all, what? That's just no. the way you phrase yeah. that. Yeah. Doesn't you, everyone hate
6: themselves? Really got me. <laughs> yeah. Casey, yeah, really, I of, really appreciated what you just said just now. No, thank you. Yeah, I,
1: I kind it. of agree with him. I don't ever sit down and go, wow, you, you really did a good what job. What this is today. saying uh,
2: though is is to give your like you that. you if you if you were to step back a little bit and say, Wow, I made sure my son still has a tongue.
1: <laughs> 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 yeah, but there was in no way in that situation where I patted myself on the back. I know,
2: but but uh, t- in the things that you do, sometimes we're so Casey, I think with you as well. We're yeah. so quick to criticize ourselves yeah. that occasionally, w- keeping it in check, you you, you uh, yet yeah, allow yourself to feel good about things that you're achieving and acknowledge that you do some things that that matter that are worth right. merit.
4: You know what? I, I did something on Friday that, uh, and when I was driving away, I was like, "Man, I am pretty awesome for doing that." And my wife and Kathy are going to be so proud of me. And it, <laughs> I see. you ran over a possum. I did not run over a possum. <laughs> Uh, but I did manage to save like $20 on and shipping on no, no. Just on spikes oh, on, cool. on Good cleats. Yes. Yeah, so like
1: random. Did you find a random coupon? Somewhere?
4: No. Oh. Kathy. Oh my God. Can I tell you this real quick? I love those. So, did you go to the spiketerium. So I went to Dick sporting goods <laughs> okay. and I wanted to get my son these spikes. They didn't have his size. And so I almost bought a different pair of spikes that I didn't really like. I'm like, you know what? I got to think about this for a second. <laughs> so I walked down the dairy queen. I'm making this story longer than it needs to be. Uh, I I walked to Dairy Queen to think about uh, things. You look and- troubled, son. Before
2: <laughs> then- I you, hang- before I turn <laughs> this, bli- <laughs> before I turn this blizzard upside down.
3: So, uh, why don't you tell me about what's s- going on? Well,
2: so- I got a spike problem. Ah, <laughs> uh, son, if I had a dollar for every time someone came in here with a spike problem.
4: So I'm walking to Dairy Queen, and I look to my left, and I see Chick-fil-A, so I go to Chick-fil-A instead. Uh, and
2: I'm sitting
4: Wait, there. You on left your blazer.
3: You your <laughs> stopped at <the> Chick-fil-A?
2: <laughs> look, there's a guy coming over. he's guys could to talk about spikes. Don't listen to him.
3: <laughs> they call him yeah. the phone they tree. They call ahead.
4: <laughs> so, Kathy, what I, what I did is, as I was eating lunch, it dawned on me that maybe... They would have an adult's. There, there are adult sizes that are the equivalent of kid yeah, sizes. Yeah, yeah. So I went on the interwebs and I found out what the adult equivalent of my son's child size is, and they had it in stock now.
1: And it was cheaper.
4: No, it was more expensive. So the kid spike was fifty four dollars. The adult spike was seventy five or seventy five dollars. Right. So I went to the uh, the manager and I said, "Hey, I'm like this was fifty. I'm wearing a bomb." That's yeah. True. This was fifty four. This I'm like, so I'm essentially I'm getting the same size as a kid's spike, but it's a it's at adult prices. And he said, if you could show me online the price of the kid's spike, he's i I'll give it f- to you for that price. And I did. Nice. And he did. And I was so proud of myself and I, I was love like it. Yeah. and then you went and blew the money at
2: Dairy Queen. <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah. Why why did Dairy Queen have to be brought up in this? I just story? felt like making this story longer oh, than it needed. Uh, Some
2: man came in here and ate twenty dollars worth of blizzards.
4: <laughs> Steve was doing that Never thing. seen nothing like that in my life before.
2: <laughs> Son, you're all twisted up over these spikes.
4: I, I like the way Steve was narrating the story. So what were we bit talking longer.
2: about, though? Uh, uh, actually,
4: liking yourself.
2: So, uh, well, so liking that yourself, was, yes.
4: Yeah, that and, was something where I was like, you know what?
2: That was pretty awesome
3: that I did. Okay. That. Well, then that would be one of the things. It says, when you look he oh, so num- number four is keep your story short. <laughs> when you look, at-
4: <laughs> no way, man, no
3: way. When you look at your accomplishments, give yourself a moment to think about qual- a quality that you like about yourself or something recently achieved. Boom, that would be it. That would be something it. Something recently achieved. So while and and yes, you can be self-critical. I am all the time, and but it's okay every now and then to stop back and maybe be a little proud of something you've done or your life in general, you know, it's not it's not boasting. All this
6: is is mindfulness. It's just sure. it's just being aware of a little bit of self-improvement and and looking at some things that may or may not improve your life uh and Im- improve the lives of people around you.
1: And I like Oh sorry.
6: No no no, I just think that that's worth having a conversation about. I like That's the, what Christmas
3: is all about, Charlie yeah, Brown. Yeah, exactly.
1: The yeah. text encouragement is uh, just be miserable like the rest of us. <laughs>
3: yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. Right. Uh, but anyhow, one last bit of thing. It says the gratitude is so powerful uh, that it can wire your brain to be compassionate and optimistic, which makes you feel good. I, the positivity that people express can extend to those around them, creating a
2: virtuous cycle. Yeah. So we had a. We used to have a like producer, it. and the the character trait that I found revolting about this person was that they never could find anything to be grateful about. They were mm-hmm. never grateful about anything. They, there was not one thing in their life they could turn to and say, "Well, this. Listen, I'm 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 lucky. I'm grateful to have this." Couldn't do it. And I and subsequently I I, uh, to this day, I hate that. person (laughs) (laughs) And I'm grateful that that I have that hatred.
6: Right. Uh, (laughs) On the flip side of of hate, uh, you know, it's like doing charity. You know, you find yourself doing something good for other people. And it's you may think of it as a selfless act, but it's often a selfish act because you feel better about yourself afterwards. But you're also paying it forward.
3: Mm. All right, anyhow, it's a little tip on gratitude. It will be good for not only other people but for yourself as well, according to this particular study. I would like to gratefully uh, give out some passes to the Halloween haunt at Dorney Park and our Cream of the Scream stop. It is this Friday. And to uh, basically accentuate how wonderful that place is, we have two of our most wonderful calendar girls, Alexa and Julie, who have been up, been done up, I should say, uh, by our techs, our people from uh, Dorney, we have uh, Kristen and Jonathan who are here. But Tara did the makeup and, and like in record time, did yeah. these ladies up and they are on our haunted hottie cam right now. You can take a look at them at Preston and Steve dot com. And I will take callers number 15 and 16 and give you passes to join us this Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. And don't forget that uh, the Halloween haunt runs Friday and Saturday night, September 14th through November 2nd and a bonus haunt night on Sunday, October 13th. They have daytime activities as oh, well. Oh, yeah,
2: it's going to be awesome, though. At night, it's uh, it's a little extra. F- riding the roller coaster at night is a big thrill.
3: And there's some stuff for, for like, little kids or people yeah. who don't like scary stuff. They Tons have the, of the Peanuts characters in the, at the Great Pumpkin Fest. Uh, so look into their website and uh, find out information at com slash haunt. So we'll take those callers now, 215-263-WMMR, and we'll set you up. We're going to come back in a moment. i got some more Bizarre File stories. They are on the way. Stay with us.
10: turn up the black keys live in concert october 14th at wells fargo center listen to pierre this week for your shot at tickets and backstage passes to meet the band with one grand prize winner getting the axe A Guitar from the Black Keys. Jackie Bam Bam broadcasts live inside the venue with MMR complete concert coverage. Tickets on sale now, Wells Fargo Center Philly.com. The Black Keys indoors at the Big Joint. All the info is at WMMR.com. 933 WMMR. Everything that rocks.
3: And uh, we do have Alexa and Julie on our Haunted Hottie Cam this morning. We're here with our friends at Dorney Park. The Cream of the Scream stop is coming up on Friday, and the Dorney Haunt is underway Fridays and Saturdays. So awesome. Through the beginning of November, so make sure you uh, take a look at our hottie cam. camera. Right now, we have before and after. Yeah, yeah, I was just okay. about to say some
6: cool uh, shots of both of them before and after, and um, they're both beautiful, obviously, but, um, man,
3: Alexa looks messed up with the makeup on. Yes, <laughs> yes, she's got black teeth. It's pretty wild, so... Uh, thank you to uh, our friends for joining. Now, speaking of makeup, a completely different thing is a movie screening that we have tonight for the film Joker. And I have the last three passes. We'll start with caller number 20. And we'll give you those. So, caller 20, 21, and 22 at two one five two six three 263 wmmr The screening is at the AMC Neshaminy 24. And that will start at 730. You need to be there by 7. The movie doesn't open until Friday. So... Let's get those to you right now. Give us a call. And in the meantime, we're going to do the Bizarre file.
0: Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Bizarre file.
3: And this morning, it is brought to you by the 2019 Philadelphia Kidney Walk. That's coming up Sunday, October 13th at the Philadelphia Museum of Art. Lace up your walking shoes and get on the move to help fight kidney disease in your community. Take a life-saving step today. Info and registration at KidneyWalk.org. A 60-year-old British man collapsed and died in an Italian sex shop while watching a porn movie. Police have confirmed. What was
2: the title?
3: They are investigating the circumstances behind the death. I don't have the title, Steve,
2: unfortunately. (laughs) I'll order it right now on Amazon. Uh,
3: The man reportedly left his bicycle outside the shop before paying $5 to enter a private booth inside. I'm just gonna go down into the Wacker shack and watch a movie <laughs> uh, staff claimed that they became concerned when he failed to emerge after 30 minutes and then they found him collapsed on the floor owner Franco Garoni said hey we lose a lot of that way I had uh, never seen him before and he came in after leaving his bike outside he was cycling through on his way to Venice and asked about watching a sex film so I showed him a booth and paid five he paid the five dollars if I got a film for you Uh, He said that gives you 15 minutes, and a red light comes on to show you it's busy. But when he didn't come out after a half hour, we went to have a look, and he was collapsed on the floor. You've
2: never seen a smile like that in your life.
3: Uh, Mr. Garoni added the man seemed tired when he came in. Wow. Uh, Paramedics declared the man dead at the scene. They don't know exactly why he died, so they're waiting to find out. That'll be a hell of an obituary. This is disturbing, um, and uh, definitely belongs in a bizarre file. As many as 20 kangaroos are believed to have been run over by a vehicle in a mass slaughter in the Australian state of New South Wales. The kangaroos were killed late Saturday. Many of the animals were found in the front lawns of residents' homes the next morning. The hell? Yeah. They have no idea what happened? Janine Green, a volunteer with the Wildlife Rescue Group, said that she had never seen anything like the carnage in her 20 years with the organization. So residents on the streets were stunned because they woke up on Sunday morning to find dead kangaroo bodies strewn all over their lawns. Police have asked anyone who have any information. They may have information about the case to contact local detectives. Other than that, there's no details. Is that
6: a message from the Australian mafia? Well, there's a, a bit of a follow-up. I don't know if it's the same story, but, like, the, it's a hit and run that somebody was driving these things yeah, over. Yeah. No, yeah, the okay. thing. yeah. yeah, they were hit with
3: cars. So oh, <sighs> That's horrible. Uh, this is interesting. Some 50,000 apples ripe for the taking, were stolen from an Indiana orchard in a juicy heist that's baffled and disappointed the farm's fledgling owners.
2: What's that in your pants?
3: When John Drummond drove through his 135-acre apple orchard last week and discovered barren, golden, delicious apple trees, he was so shocked he hardly could believe it. He said, I was like, wait, what? And, I mean, all of a sudden he said, you go through a huge block of trees and it is completely picked through. That's amazing yeah. that they were able to move all those out. When Drummond and his wife Robin, who own Williams Orchard in Laporte, Indiana, noticed the block of fruitless trees, they concluded that they were the victims of a commercial robbery that will cost them nearly $30,000 in revenue. He said, we have pretty awesome neighbors who tipped us off that somebody uh, that someone had seen somebody out there uh, at first, she believed the thieves were mistaken for the farm zone pickers who collect apples to be sold. She said, I thought it was a mistake, but around 50,000 apples were shaken off trees and stolen from the orchard. Bastards. Um, yeah, so uh, they used the apples to make cider or applesauce and could be sold through wholesalers. Uh,
2: the couple oh. said
3: that they made a police report. Police are searching for. Can you
2: describe these apples? Uh, They're
3: searching for someone with a pickup truck or trailer, likely used in the commission of the crime. Drummond said they do not have any insurance or protections on the orchard and cannot recoup the loss.
2: At least put uh, police scarecrows out in the field. (laughs)
3: That's fifty thousand, man! (laughs) Unbelievable. One more. Yeah, short one. A short one. Okay. Uh, How about this one? An eleven-year-old boy. Is back with his family after police said he drove 200 miles to meet an unknown male he met on Snapchat. Wow. Yeah. Oh, no. No. It's
2: going to be the best weekend you've ever had.
3: Police in Charleston, South Carolina said the boy drove alone from uh, Simpsonville all the way to Charleston. Authorities said he pulled up next to a police officer around 1230 Monday morning. Uh, The officer, Christopher Braun, realized the child was the only person in the car. The boy told officers that he had driven three hours and was lost. He told Braun he had taken his brother's car and was using a GPS on his father's tablet to find an address in Charleston. An unknown male had given him through Snapchat. The address was lost when his GPS signal went out. So who
2: was this person? Well, the
3: boy gave Braun his father's name and telephone number. Police were able to reunite him with his family. And investigators now analyzing the tablet the child was using to recover information. That's pretty freaking scary. It's horrifying. And there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you at this point in time. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a moment. We're going to test how closely you've been paying attention to today's program. Lesson questions on the way next. Stay with us.
5: Preston and Steve Show podcast. Check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on the MMR mobile app.
2: Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com
5: Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Today,
3: we're going to do our lesson question, and we are going to reward you for a correct answer with a pair of tickets for Disney in Concert. Uh, Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas with Philly Pops, and that is going to be Thursday, October 24th at the Met. So the question that I think we go with, let's go with a you know, a Halloween-type question. Our hottie cam earlier this morning, Calendar Girl Julie, was wearing so much scary clown makeup that she looked like what singer? <laughs> Two one five two six three wmmr Now, you had to have been listening. You're not going to be able to guess and say, like, Gene Simmons or something like that. Right. Okay? It's not going to be that no. obvious, okay? On our hottie camera earlier this morning, uh, Calendar Girl... Julie was wearing so much clown makeup, scary clown makeup, she looked like witch singer. 215-263-WMMR. If you were listening, you should know. Let's see if you do. Give us a call. We're going to do the trash while you're calling in.
0: The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash.
3: And it's brought to you by Deets and Watson Real Philly Deli. Want to know Philly's best kept hoagie secrets? Pick up Deets and Watson's Real Philly Deli Hoagie Guide. A map of the best delis in the city earn prizes like t-shirts, coolers, food, and even birds tickets just for eating real Philly hoagies. What's going on this morning, Steve?
2: Well, Kanye West telling reporters that the release of his new album has been delayed again because it quote has to be perfect. West says it is that dogged pursuit of sonic sublimity that made him do 269 remixes of Poopity Scoop. Yeah. <laughs> Mama June Shannon's family saying they have not given up on her and are leaving the possibility of an intervention on the table. Shannon's sister Joanne says the former Honey Boo Boo star still has a good heart. It's just buried under two feet of cholesterol. Oh, wow. Rantlers. Wow. And finally, trouble former pop singer Aaron Carter attempting to show he's gotten his uh, life together again with a huge tattoo of the Medusa on the side of his face, you've got to see this thing. What Carter says the Medusa represents his daily struggle because, quote, she's an ugly bitch with snakes in her hair. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> yeah, get it. If you get it, you call up this picture. Right. You got oh to my see this God. on his face. On his face. All right. Wow,
3: That's man. just okay. Uh, let's see if we can <laughs> get an answer
12: in the face, in the face, no! <laughs>
3: to today's lesson question and uh, our Hottie cam earlier this morning. Counter Girl Jewelry is wearing so much clown makeup that she looked like witch singer. Two one five two six three, wmmr is the number. I'm going to go to Kim, see if we can get that answer. Hey, Kim. Hi, how are you? Wonderful, Kim. So what singer did she look like?
9: Is it Cher? Cher, yeah.
3: yeah. All that clown makeup. Yep, hang on a second. And for you, we have a pair of tickets for Disney and concert, Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas with Philly Pops, presented by WMMR Thursday, October 24th at the Met. Philly, come in costume for Halloween and enjoy this classic movie with a live score. Tickets for both shows, October 24th and 25th, are on sale now via phillypops.org. Nick has pulled up this picture. Uh, Who is this again? Aaron Carter. Aaron Carter. That's who it is. Look at the caption. Uh, It says, I'm the biggest
2: thing in music right now. I can't be denied. Fact check me. Wow. I mean, honestly. So, again, um, you know, about uh, gratitude, 10, 11, (laughs) 12 years from now, I think I would be an asset to your real estate. (laughs) Uh, Right, right. What an idiot, man. <laughs> I mean, doesn't anyone within his sphere, within his circle, say, don't do this?
4: Yeah. I'm sure they, they did,
2: and he didn't
4: want to hear it. I, I, you know, he, he was going to do this.
3: Medusa <laughs> on the side of his face. Why, why Medusa? I don't know. Uh, that's really weird. Where do we remember Aaron Carter from? I don't remember. He, he's, uh, the, I know the name. And the younger I know.
2: brother of Nick Carter from uh, the uh, Backstreet Back Boys. Me. Okay. All right. And he had his own um, little mini career, and uh, that tanked. Okay. But now he's doing things to make a positive step forward by tattooing the Medusa on the side <laughs> of his uh, face. So uh, even if you wanted to do acting, if you wanted to do anything in a career, the potential. Yeah. What are you going to do? He's not going to be a hip hop star. I mean, you can you can do makeup, but that's just you know. Well, we need. We'll do anything to get Aaron Carter in our movie. Wow, yeah. man. I, well, speaking of, of which, Steve,
4: there's a guy. He's a host of um, HGTV stuff. Uh, most recently, he's been doing uh, the the lottery uh, home. Like people win the lottery and then they buy homes. Okay. Um, and I, I can't remember what his name is, but he's got these. And it's brand new, but, like, these giant neck tattoos, which does not make
2: any... It doesn't match his personality whatsoever. No. Honestly, it's Aaron Carter. Yeah. It's it's like Richard Marks getting a skull tattoo on his face. Um, You know, I mean,
3: do whatever you want. It's your life. But, yeah. I mean, to be honest, it's uh, the, the human face and in, in communication and... Generally, you want to be able to read someone, uh, yeah, and it just makes it harder
2: to do that. Not literally read, them. right? Exactly,
3: <laughs> not actually sit there and read words, but you want to be able to read their emotions, and and uh, you know, it's just I don't know, it's part of communication.
4: Um, wow, uh, okay, so this just in <laughs> no, well, no, it, he was giving me the guy's name from HDTV, uh, like David Romstead, okay, or like that. Um Mike Tyson's face tattoo that was like kind of like the one of the first ones, yeah, and a celebrity, yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: has that grown on you a little bit I, I'm, I'm, it's okay, um, the I'm one used that, to it, but it 's still weird <laughs> I think um the uh, sandra Bullock's um, knife tattoo down the middle of her forehead is questionable, <laughs> yeah. okay. Interesting. All right,
3: uh, thanks for bringing it up. I did not know that story.
0: It's, not, <laughs> it's a lovely piece of artwork, yeah. yeah. All right, we have music news to do. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah! Dickhead.
3: All right, it's brought to you by the 2019 Philadelphia Kidney Walk, Sunday, October 13th at the Philadelphia Museum of Art. Lace up your walking shoes and get on the move to help fight kidney disease in your community. Take a life-saving step today. Info and registration at KidneyWalk.org. You guys probably caught this uh, over the weekend, but uh, James Hetfield of Metallica is going back into rehab. Yes. As a result, the entire band uh, canceling a tour through Australia and New Zealand. So that's that's a big deal
2: when you cancel a tour. So
3: it's serious.
2: I'm glad, I'm glad he's doing it. I'm sad that this ended up this way. Um, th- th- did anyone have it? Did you hear anything, that there was anything going on that was... No, not not any, you know, activity
3: yeah. or anything along those lines. I'm sure that his circle around him all knew what was yeah. happening, but uh, it's unclear what prompted uh, him to reenter the treatment pro- program. Like, I don't know of, of an incident that happened, but... No, I heard nothing. His relapse is serious enough that he's going back to rehab for the first time since December 2001. A Friday uh, statement from the band had said, we are truly sorry to inform our fam- fans and friends. Uh, that we must postpone our upcoming tour of Australia and New Zealand. As most of you probably know, our brother James has been struggling with addiction on and off for many years. He has now, unfortunately, had to reenter a treatment program to work on his recovery again. Uh, Metallica's statement continues saying, We appreciate your understanding and support for James, and as always, thank you for being a part of our Metallica family. Uh, All tickets from the tour will be refunded. Live Nation said they're working to reschedule the shows in those countries. Uh, a few other, a few people have, uh, you know, there's been overwhelming support from fans as well as some of his rock friends. Former Guns N' Roses drummer Matt Storm said that James Hetfield is a very strong, uh, is very strong to take the steps needed to be healthy and happy. Mm. Uh, he had posted on Twitter saying, take care of yourself, my friend. You are a human being like everyone else that has real struggles. The disease of alcoholism doesn't discriminate. You are very strong to take the steps Needed to be healthy and happy. The rest can wait.
4: Yeah, and you need to be serious when you're coming off of, um, like, a severe alcohol addi- addiction. Uh, in fact, like, in yeah. detoxes and treatment centers, they really do... Uh, they really have to do, like, coddle it a little bit because, I mean, it can, it can end up Medic- in death. Oh, and, yes. Yeah, yeah. You're,
2: you know, you're absolutely right.
4: And I was wondering because today's October 1st and Burt Kreischer and all his friends, they do Sober October. Yeah. I wonder if... Uh, I don't know, you know, what sort of alcohol, alcohol consumption that they do, like, literally on a daily basis, but... Right,
2: that's not part of the sort of, the, the hype.
4: Yeah, or, but, but so, but they just sort of quit and stop cold turkey, you know, for the month of October, and I wonder if that uh, has some sort of health consequences.
3: Yeah. I don't know. I guess it depends on what level mm-hmm. of alcoholic you are. A friend of mine died, a friend of mine Joe, died because he he wasn't supervised and, and when he quit and, and oh, there was wow. a there was a, a oh. like a coughing fit that he had and it had an issue with his one of his blood vessels it burst and he bled mm-hmm. to death because of the booze. It's and perfect. it was a very weird thing. And his sister told me about it. she's like a lot of people don't know that about yeah. and I mean he was a heavy drinker. So yeah. it yeah. was, you know, it uh, wasn't just a partier; he had to have it. Yeah, it's not, one of those type of things. Yeah, it's not one of those
4: things that you can just all right. Let me let me just stop and quit cold turkey and 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 call it a day and do it on my own. I mean, if you right. if, if depending on the severity of your addiction, yep. you know, getting treatment is not a bad idea.
3: Yep. All right, moving on at the Rock and Rio Festival in Rio de Janeiro over the weekend, uh, Dave Grohl told the audience that Foo Fighters were about to record a new album. He said, uh, "We go home next week and start making a new Foo Fighters record." And he added, it's good, it's good. And he also assured the audience that, but is it that uh, the Foo Fighters <laughs> would be back to Rio. Just last month, uh, Taylor Hawkins made a similar comment and said, I think that we'll have a new record by next year, which is cool by me. Did you see the... Uh, we well, did... I saw you sent yeah. over clips. What are these all about?
2: So apparently uh, he talks about the importance of the song In My Life, uh, the uh, John Lennon, New Beatles song, mm-hmm. and uh, he, he has a, an interesting attachment to it. So both clips explain that. All right, here we go.
13: It means a lot to me because it was the song that was played at Kurt Cobain's memorial that day. This song came over the speakers and everyone got to celebrate Kurt's love of the Beatles one last time together.
3: Wow. Okay. And then the next clip, Casey
13: still to this day, when I hear it, it touches a place in me that no other song ever will. And knowing how much of a fan Kurt was of the Beatles and how much of an influence they were to everything that, we've ever done it's called in my life
2: wow i knew kurt cobain was a fan of the beatles i didn't know he was that profoundly yeah yeah i and and it's wild because you think
3: of somebody like kurt and as intense as he was and and uh you know you it's hard to believe him really loving anything like that. but uh, he was a i mean he was a music fan first and foremost and uh that's i think that that was that was his friend growing up was music, you know. Yeah. I'm sure the Beatles were a huge, huge part of that. So, wow, interesting. Same, uh, the song does the same thing for me. It doesn't bring up thoughts of Kurt Cobain, but it certainly uh, gets me uh, emotional when I hear it. Every time. It's amazing. All right, so elsewhere in the world of music, look for a new Green Day song to air during a National Hockey League game this week and on a regular basis. In fact... The first airing is going to be at uh, the, uh, the Flyers and Devils t- huh. tomorrow night. What? Uh, yeah. No. It says October 2nd. Flyers
6: aren't playing the Devils tomorrow night.
3: Oh, okay. Maybe it's the
6: Blackhawks? Well, the Flyers play the Blackhawks on Friday in the Czech Republic.
3: If they play the Devils, uh, their home openers, next Wednesday night. Maybe that's what no, it is. Oh, That's what? probably it. Is. Well, it says, uh, it says tomorrow night, October 2nd. So, um, you know, oh, then this is way that's off. That's a mistake, yeah. All right, well, anyhow. I'm sure it's not Cronum? Uh, not that I know of. So, Fire Ready Aim will be played during a video montage kicking off the band's two-year partnership with the NHL. I'm going to play a clip of it. Uh, The video will be featured during broadcasts of games throughout the season. Uh, The song comes from the band's album that will be released in February of next year called Father of All. In fact, several songs from Green Day will be played throughout the season. Besides the rights to the different songs on broadcast, the partnership includes live performances and other collaborations. So maybe they'll be playing at hockey games? I guess so. It could be interesting. All right, let's play a little bit of this. This is uh, uh, Fire Ready Aim.
12: It's Wednesday Night
11: Hockey on NBCSN.
3: Huh? okay. That's a little taste of it. I, the the new song, The Father of All, I freaking love that song. Yeah, yeah. I am absolutely down with it all the way. Uh, so we'll have to see when the first airing of this will be. Nick, do you have more accurate information? This is October 9, yeah.
6: So uh, okay. I guess it was just a typo in the report you had, which is uh, tonight or tomorrow, um, but the NHL season for the Flyers begins on Friday in the Czech Republic, and then their first home game is
2: against the Devils next Wednesday, which is the 9th. Okay. so They the- probably... They meant to write nine, but they bent the lower part of the nine and curved around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then d- detached it from the, the staff that right. goes down the middle of the number. Probably what, what happened.
4: What, all right. So tomorrow there are four hockey games on. Are those actual um, regular season games? Does the regular season face off tomorrow? I don't know.
1: I'm still trying to figure this out.
4: Because <sighs> maybe it will debut tomorrow and then
3: again on Wednesday. Maybe. Might the
2: second debut. Yeah.
3: Okay, uh, let's go to some things I do know. Yeah. System of Down just announced several dates for a European tour.
2: I think our lack of valid information is what makes us endearing.
3: I think so, too. (laughs) Uh, They're so cute. They never know anything. (laughs) They
2: never know anything. you are so stupid. Earlier this
3: year, Serge Sankin recorded Blue Oyster Cult's classic Godzilla for the Godzilla King of the Monsters soundtrack. But other than that, there's been no sign of any new music. Uh, The last time they released an album was in 2005. Uh, The announcement of the tour came after the band revealed a few festival dates. The month-long trek kicks off next June at the Ziggo Dome. Ziggo! In Amsterdam. And then one last thing, although he's hinted at it for the past few months, David Lee Roth has revealed that he believes that the classic lineup of Van Halen is over. I uh, explained that a planned Van Halen stadium tour never gained steam and was ultimately abandoned. He said that's been, he said that's been canceled a number of times, and I think Van Halen's uh, finished, and this upcoming solo Las Vegas residency is the next phase. He said, I've inherited the band de facto, whatever that means. I think it means if you inherit it, carry this proudly. Uh, Van Halen isn't going to be coming back in the fashion that you know, and that being said, Eddie got his own story to tell, not mine to tell it.
14: I to had tell. Three Thank to
3: work. you. Thank you. <laughs> In summary, <laughs> I was watching video of Dave. Somebody sent me some classic videos from like 1978. Yeah. Of the band on stage. Um, and same deal. The band sounds fantastic. (laughs) Dave, even at that beginning stage of the band, is just talking his way through or just completely skipping entire lines of of lyrics. I
2: don't like that. So
3: he just always did that. Always did it. So, interesting. But they sounded fantastic. All right, That's all I have in music news for you. We have one more break to take. Yes, Nick. Getting back to the NHL, real oh. quick. Uh, it does start. The season
6: starts tomorrow night, but the uh, Green Day does not start until next Wednesday. So ah. uh, some of what we said was right, some of it was not right. But so the to NHL you to
3: decide. Yeah,
6: yeah. But the NHL season does begin
3: tomorrow night. Okay, got it. Thank you. Let's take a break. Come back in a second. Get the letter of the day for the Word of the Week prize and uh, move that forward. We'll be right back.
0: Here we go. Here comes the MM Army. What? Join Nick McElwain
2: Thursday from 7 to 9 at the Horse Tavern and Grill, 1,000-old Bethlehem Pike in Sellersville for the Bud Light Platinum Thursday Night Huddle. Enter to win Eagles tickets and sign Eagles merch courtesy of Bud Light Platinum and WMMR Bud Light Platinum Thursday Night Huddle t-shirts. Plus, enjoy 275 Bud Light, Budweiser, and Michelob Ultra Drafts. 93.3
0: Ninety-three-three WMMR. Everything and everywhere that rocks. Baby, what's up? It is 1034. And we're
3: wrapping up the program. Calling it a day. Getting ready for it tomorrow to come in and bring you some more goodies, which we have plenty today, meaning giveaways. And there's uh, more on the horizon. But we've all, we've given away all of our Joker screening passes for tonight. So you're good to go there.
2: I wonder if they have some sort of embargo on... I mean, the reviews are all out,
5: right? Yeah. yeah. I don't know.
2: Uh, but uh, we'll find out what you
3: think about it. Maybe you can let us know tomorrow. I don't know. We also gave away our share of tickets for the day for Dorney Park. and uh, But we're going to have more to give away because it's our first stop on the Cream of the Scream. Yes. Uh, and it's the, uh, the Haunt Halloween Haunt at Dorney Park. And uh, listen up for your chance to win over the next few days. So, yeah, Steve Casey, Marissa, Friday night, Dorney Park, Halloween Haunt. Uh, And I want to thank those guys for coming by here today and doing the makeup up on our ladies, on uh, Alexa and Julie. So thank you to, excuse me, Kristen and Jonathan and Tara. Great work. We appreciate that. Also, thank you to Mr. Skin, 20 years. Yeah. 20 iconic celebrity naked moments. Uh, He's great. He's wonderful to talk to.
2: It's a good list, too. That is, uh, even if you're not a Mr. Skin fan, it's sort of a historical (laughs) Document yeah. of uh, of different moments in pop culture history. His number one on
3: the list was uh, was the wardrobe malfunction. Yeah, from uh, uh, um, the Super Bowl. Yeah, Janet Jackson. Janet Jackson. Thank yeah. you. Almost said Jesse Jack. <laughs> well, that wouldn't have been that exciting. Take a look at my breasts. Yeah, so <laughs> you,
2: you can point. see the left nipple's a bit hairy.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Thank you to Danica McKellar. Yeah. Man, she is fantastic. And Matchmaker Mysteries: A Killer Engagement prepare, prepare, <laughs> Repairing Sunday Night.
2: Repairing Sunday Night. <laughs> Dirk and i <I'm> a <laughs> <laughs> mystical television marvel. Dirk and Del McKellar.
3: It's. It's premiering on Sunday, October 6th, from Hallmark Movies and Mysteries, so... (laughs) I sent you guys a text, but I didn't get a chance to, to post it. <laughs> Online. Uh, oh, damn it! I can hang on a second here. My phone's messing up. I want to find what exactly it said. So my my band played a gig on Saturday night. What? And a guy. Yes. Yep. And a guy showed up, Pierre, who had a sign. Where the hell is it? I saw it. It was great. Yeah. I, I sent. Oh, you know, here it is. It says Saint lefipping rocks (laughs) because i misspelled the word flip (laughs) for the for the muddy shark i spelled it l-f-i-p and so he brought in this big huge sign i look at the crowd it says saint lefipping rocks (laughs) and he gave it to me this is it pierre right here oh my god so uh so thank you man that was great and he was also wearing the 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 preston and steve um uh, in 2016, our campaign shirts. Uh, and I saw some privilege shirts and stuff like that. So thank you to everybody that came out for that. But anyway, Very cool. It was a lot of fun. Uh, also thank you to Adam Cole, wrestler for NXT, premieres, uh, tomorrow night, uh, at 8 p.m. on USA Networks. Cool to have him on. So it was a busy day today. It was a lot of fun. We had talked to our $1,000 winner. Love having that happen. Uh, Pierre is in, and he's coming up next. And uh, how you doing, man? You, you actually worked yesterday. We were off.
5: Yeah, you were off. A little,
3: off. little a reversal, but I did good. catch some of your show, which was really cool. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's all good. I
5: enjoyed it. Oh Thank you. Very kind. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're um, having a happy day, and it's going to continue to be a happy day. Yay. La Flipping Day. La f- happy La Flipping Day to you. Yes. Uh, shall we
3: do the letter?
5: I think so. All right, here. Preston and Steve on
0: 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter.
3: The Preston and Steve Show brought to you today by the letter. A D as in double shot. All right. Tuesday. And we have a four pack of tickets to Oktoberfest. At Maury's Piers, along with a two-night stay at the Blue Palms Hotel in Wildwood, October 11th to the 13th. Wow. And a $50 dining card, uh, Oktoberfest festivities will take place at Mariner's Pier with the special German-themed menus, an outdoor beer garden, live entertainment, a kids' root beer garden, activity area, and much more. Two-night Oktoberfest, October rest hotel packages, I'm sorry, also available at Maury's blue palms hotel you can go to com slash octoberfest for all of the details so we'll give that away on friday um got things planned for today
5: i do it is cool. double shot tuesday so we'll have double shots uh, beginning in just a moment uh throughout the uh afternoon and uh, we'll also have uh, tickets for the black keys to give away and a pair of uh, meet and greet passes to go along with that they're playing in a couple weeks uh and that'll be fun. We'll have workforce blocks of Shine Down and George Thurgood and Queen. Uh, all of that uh, coming your way.
2: Was your coffee lid not done securely when you shook it?
5: it well, Look at his
2: info sheet. Yeah, that's what I was noticing.
5: Well, <laughs> it it, it drips a little. It does drip, but um, yeah, well, it wasn't quite perfect. But it, it, um, life's messy, man. Life is life messy. It's yeah. really so messy. And I've had f- a lot of floaties.
2: Oh, slightly, uh, the really, half and half. Yes, it's I understand. Very, very, <laughs>
5: very disturbing.
2: Those are those are um, bizarrely revolting.
5: Yeah, um, and I thought I had them this morning, which is why I had to had to shake again, and I didn't. Um, so, but it, every time I take the cap off, it makes a, a little coffee ring, and um,
3: so and that's cute.
5: It is cute, and <laughs> will, you, will you clean it up for <laughs> a me? A
3: little on? design.
2: Well, it's, it's like a spirograph.
3: You know, what you sound like you sound like uh, in. Um, Spinal tap. When he's folding the bread and it yeah. keeps breaking see, and he it can't it's like, quite, you know. You can't. These don't fit. This doesn't yeah. fit. And it doesn't. <laughs> and it keeps breaking. and it doesn't fit. What well, is
2: this? I can't. You can't eat why this. Why
5: is this the way it is?
2: <laughs>
5: <laughs> Where do we come from? Why are we here? Because we're here. Roll the bones. Roll the bones, man. But why does it happen? Because it happens. Roll the bones. That's right. All right. Exactly. Right beautiful
3: beautiful. Uh, we, I, failed to do this. It's Tuesday and we have oh. a tattoo to give away. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, so a $350 gift certificate for world-famous Philadelphia Eddies tattoo is going to Kathleen Harley Yay! from Huntingdon Valley. Kathleen texted in. She said, I want my Preston and Steve tattoo, so she's going to get it. And don't forget uh, that world-famous Philadelphia Eddies tattoo is at 621 South 4th Street in South Philly. You can get tattooed by the area's top tattoo artists like Troy Temple. And see his work on Instagram at Troy Temple or Philadelphia at East tattoo.com I would like to thank our sponsors. President Steve Show is brought to you today by Acme. Fresh foods, local flavors, the official supermarket of the President Steve Show. Also brought to you by Winter Airport Parking. Fastest way in and out of Philly International Airport. And Meineke, America's choice for auto repair. Tomorrow on our program, we have a stop on Fox Good Day. Uh, We have Eagles defensive end Brandon Graham getting in touch with us tomorrow. And we have loads of things to give away, the cream of the scream stop and more. So make sure that you spend some time with us in Money Shark, too. So that's it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. The Breston and Steve love you, hate you, live. To the lady that instructed me and other men to wear an undershirt under a button ass shirt. Strike me. It's too f-ing hot. Stop looking at my. T-
12: Next message.
9: Hey, my name is Kim. I am the older sister of my younger sister, Chris. It is her 60th birthday today and she is in the shower at this moment in time, but she has you guys on upstairs, downstairs, and in the car when she's heading to work. So if you could wish her a happy 60th, that would be great.
12: Next message. Let me explain a small concept to you people. When it is
8: jammed, don't go through the light. Is when your light turns red and
12: my light turns green, I can't do s***.